Welcome to the Stable Man Podcast, a space where I get to sit down and talk with all sorts of people from all walks of life. In these episodes, I get to explore my guests' interests, passions, and knowledge that will help you, the listener, in many areas of your own life. This knowledge comes from lived and learnt experiences and can hopefully be implemented into your life like it is mine. Now stay tuned for another episode of the Stable Man Podcast. Ready? <laughs> as ready as we'll ever be. Take a big breath in. <laughs> Christina Elliott, how are you? Good, thank you. Good, welcome to the Stable Man Podcast. <laughs> thank you, thanks for having us. No, thank you for coming on. And I think for me, I'd love to get to know you guys a bit more and I think the listeners would love to get a bit of a background story of where you both came from and what you've done to get to this point. So you guys <laughs> choose who goes first. Christina, you start off. Okay, so my background is a bit complicated, so feel free to cut out. Oh, yeah. What you <laughs> if, you, if you want to cut stuff out, I'm more than happy to be no, like, no, you got to tell the this. truth. No, it's like a long story. So um, my, my mom is um, from Singapore, but her bloodline is half Malaysian, half Portuguese. My dad's Austrian, like 100% Austrian. And I was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. I have a brother that's seven years older than me, which is why I'm so scrappy. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. Um, and then we moved to Frankfurt, Germany. And then we moved to Paris, France. And then I finished high school there. I moved to London and did university there. And then stayed and worked. And then... Wow. <laughs> Moved, so I worked basically, so my background is I have a master's in neuropsychology and um, performance psychology. Wow. And so I stayed there and I did a lot of um, sort of mergers and acquisitions with hedge funds, private equity, um, hostile takeovers, friendly takeovers, reverse takeovers. And then I decided I was done with London, packed up, moved to New York um didn't have anything planned um and then came into contact with a guy who's he's ex-CIA and so he recruited me onto his consulting team and for the next five years I trained the top tier military in terms of psychological warfare Far out. <laughs> um I, I sounds trained, like a movie <laughs> <laughs> I trained um Navy SEALs, Delta Force, Special Forces, um, things like that. Went out to their bases, traveled. Uh, most of them, they came to New York. Um, but, yeah. And then... <laughs> that, like, that's blown my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was totally out of left field, but that's always been my life. Mm-hmm. You know, just faith over fear and just jumping... Just sounds go go go. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely always been <laughs> always been changed, hasn't, hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't changed at all. Um, and yeah, I mean, I loved what I did. It was it was intense. It was insane, but it just suited me to a T. Um, some of the best guys, mm-hmm. you know. I never there was never an issue. Was like people think like oh. Being a woman in that space, um, I was the only woman on our team. Um, 
and never had an issue. Yeah, so you're surrounded by healthy masculinity. A hundred percent. Yeah, but you, what was interesting is obviously I look I look into everyone's like backstory and I have to like build a character profile for them. And what you'll mostly find is the the guys who reached that top level had very like they were homegrown. They were from like North Dakota. Yeah. And like um, real stable family, um, very strong, huh? Conservative families, yeah, Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not going political here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know they were they were came from stable families, um, but then there's obviously that correlation where you have the correct amount of trauma that you experience in life that makes you an incredibly high achiever. So they'd have, you know, you have the absent father, but, you know, but not so much so that it was the abusive father. So it would push them into becoming, you know, looking for vices or for crutches and, you know, as a protective mechanism. It was just this great sort of push to to achieve, to want to sort of prove yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so with those when you were talking about the fathers, you'd say like the fathers were providing and they weren't they weren't absent as like abusive absent or neglect. Exactly. Yeah. They were potentially like like for myself, you know, like I'd like to think that I had the right amount of drama to be a high achiever. Um my parents been together 46 47 years. Um amazing mother, very Asian, subservient. <laughs> you know, that's like we were her life. Um and I remember growing up and looking at her and be like I want to be a mom like you. Um, and my dad, uh, he was a provider, you know, he was at work the whole time. He was very successful. Um, but he implemented some very, very important life changing, uh, morals into our lives. And that was, you know, respect and it was having morals and self-respect and, I, like, have adventure, a sense of, like, there was no fear, mm-hmm. right? Like, they just never allowed us to feel fear. They always made sure, they were, like, we were hard, had to be hard workers. Um, and I think my favorite thing that my parents instilled in us was just this complete and utter, like, unconditional love. And they did that through, like, constantly exposing us to animals. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of like, I look back at a lot of my like childhood photos and it's like all of us like holding some kind of farm animal or, you know, like my dad holding me and making me feed, making sure I wasn't scared to feed this gigantic like stag deer. And, and I think that was really what catapulted me into being able to step into all of these roles and just have no fear. Yeah. So you got the best of both worlds. It <laughs> like it. Yeah. yeah, I'm incredibly grateful to, to what my parents have yeah, done. Cause yeah, because you've got the un- you've got the unconditional love from the family, and you've also got the like the hard drive like work ethic. Oh yeah. From your father as well. Yeah, like mm. we were shown the world, but we weren't ever allowed to be brats. That's like, so good. Like we weren't ever allowed. We were never entitled, mm. right? Like we weren't entitled to anything. If we wanted something, I had to work for it. Like, I wanted a dog, so we always had animals. One of my dogs passed away. I wanted a new dog. My dad said, okay, but you have to find what breed. You have to present to me why these breeds are the ones you want. Then you have to go and find a breeder 
and then you have to arrange all. I'm like twelve. That's so and good. He's like, you arrange these appointments. Uh, you know, on the weekends, I'll drive. We'll drive you there. We'll pay for the dog, but you have to do all of this work, and then obviously you have to take care of the dog. Mm. And um, and yeah, and I remember like just going through, it and I loved it. And this was in Germany. So okay. like I like couldn't I was like still learning German so I'm like picking up the phone I'm calling the kennel club and I'm asking for all these these dog like breeders and stuff and I'm like I got it I got it Can you still speak German? Um it comes back to me yeah I can yep. speak German and French. Do you feel like you pick it up if you went overseas you'd pick up the the uh, yeah. language? Yeah, a lot more. That's yeah. so, so cool. <laughs> yeah, your move your life does sound like a movie. Yeah, it's been something else. And I actually came over to visit my parents four or five years ago. Um, just, it was supposed to be here for like three weeks to visit them. And then um, COVID happened and I got stuck. Yeah. I stayed out here and I just, I moved over. I flew my cat over from New York <laughs> <laughs> in the midst of the pandemic. I was like, fuck that. This cat is coming with me. Surely they're allowed to fly. What? It was a nightmare. <laughs> really? Oh my God. It was a nightmare. <laughs> Like ten grand later, ten thousand dollars, and six months it took me to get him out here. Far out. But he, I'd had him for a little bit, eleven years. Did the cat get vaccinated to travel? <laughs> he had to, yeah. Really? Not been vaccinated since though. <laughs> but no yeah, he had to get like rabies shots, um, blood tests, like incremental blood tests, and everything. And that's wild. Not the vax though. Did he get no. the vax? No, I don't think you okay, can okay. give the vax to animals. I'm sure it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cat vax. That's it. So, Elliot, tell me a bit about your background. Uh, mine's military. I think that's why Christina and I got along so well at the beginning. And uh, then I was in the health space, and then I basically just travelled the world for a lot, selling. Um, Travel packages, mm-hmm. and then I got home from Norway one day when I was living in Melbourne, and basically packed my bags because I was sick of the cold, and I was based in the French Alps when I was in the military. So I just moved up here and and started a life up here. That's in a nutshell. I'm not going to go <laughs> too much description and, and detail. But, no, go as deep as you want. But basically, that's it. I mean, I come from a from a. I mean, my, my younger years were, were quite good, but, I mean, as, as we grew up, I've got three older brothers, so mm-hmm. I was the youngest. There's three years and ten months between the eldest and I, and uh, I don't know. I was just always very different to my family, you know. I just always thought very differently, and I just always acted very differently, and I just didn't want to be part of the status quo, and I just didn't want to be told what was and what is, and, and I always questioned things, and... I think that rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and I, I got into a bit of trouble because of it as a, as a youngster. And uh, I tried to get in the Australian Army, but I wasn't allowed. So then I ended up going to the French Foreign Legion mm-hmm. and uh, served some time over there. Got into a little bit of trouble over there too. So then you don't I want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's another one. That's, yeah. a, that's a bit of a long story, that one. Yeah, um, yeah so... And then, yeah, eventually, yeah, as I said, just travelled the world for a little bit and uh, then ended up here on the Gold Coast and um, worked in security for a while. Uh, I ran security for Netflix. I was looking after Chris Hemsworth and Miles Teller while they're here in Australia and and that kind of stuff. And then eventually got into water. My housemate come home one day and and said... uh, Try this water. And I was like, yeah, whatever, water. And he's like, no, no, try it. And I said, okay. And at the time, I just felt like I was drinking a lot of water, but I was never hydrated. And I was always going to the toilet. 
And uh, two weeks went by and I was like, you know what? I actually feel better. And that's what started the water journey. Like that was going to be my next question. It's like, well, what got you guys yeah, into the water yeah. game? That was it. It was my housemate. Yeah. Yeah, he woke me up to it. He goes, just try it for two weeks. See how you feel. Yeah. And it's like what you were talking about with how when you drink so much water but it doesn't hydrate you. Yeah. You know, it's like how bad is like the tap water that we have? How bad is the spring water that we have that comes in bottles and we just don't know this stuff. You think that, you know, some people are like, oh, tap water's not that bad and you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to go over to Mount Franklin or something like that and then you're still drinking. Which is essentially tap water. Oh, yeah. 95% of bottled water is tap water. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for sure, they'd be, what, filling it up in giant factories out of taps yeah, and yeah. just pumping it And just out. putting their premium on it and sending it out. Yeah. So Plus, you don't know how long it's been those plastic bottles for, you know, it's just... Yeah, and you you see them on, like, driving down the highways and they're just getting cooked in the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. cooked in yeah, the, yeah. Really the trucks. Cheap plastic, really thin Yeah, plastic. so it leaks into the water. Leak. But as you said, yeah, you, you, you're not... You're taught to just go to the tap as a kid and you mm. don't really think about it. But it's not until you start tasting water and clean water that you go, you know what, there's actually a different taste to it. You know, and I actually feel different. My skin's better and my, my gut health is better and I'm going to the toilet less but I'm drinking more, you know. so well, Yeah, that's what you also – you go, sorry. Sorry. And I think the other thing to, to note is, you know, maybe 30, 40 years, the way people were farming, the way, yeah, you know, the hormones – uh, the what they're putting in the water was a lot different. Do you know what I mean? I mean, just look at the changes in agriculture, in how we treat soil, in how we, you know, the herbicides, the pesticides, mm-hmm. everything is just so toxic and in such a huge volume. that And they, they don't care about it the runoff. Yeah. They don't care. They're just like, oh, I'll just add some more chlorine to it. Which is again? It's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's terrible for us. You might as well drink out of the pool. Well, hundred percent. Well, but yeah. it's even construction. Like, there's so much construction going here on the Gold Coast. Every time they open a main, they pour more chlorine into it. Really? Yeah. Jesus. So mm-hmm. yeah, the water game sounds like a fucking cartel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a monopoly. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some. There's some not great players in no, the field, which we, is which get, is why we yeah. And, like, your new venture, Pure Flow Water, has come out of a bit of a a, a breakdown in, in business. It has. It has. Yes. Yeah. Our, our, our alignments uh, veered drastically mm-hmm. and uh, we had a big falling out uh, with, my, with my dad and uh, he just wasn't doing what I set out to do and that was to provide clean drinking water to the community and that's what it's always been about and that's what it continues to be about. And uh, somewhere down the line, as it started to make money, greed set in and and took over, and uh, we just had a big falling out because of it. But obviously, I'm sure you got some questions there that we'll dig in <laughs> deeper to it. Yeah, I've got a couple, but <laughs> like this this podcast free flows. So if you've got anything else to add, in. yeah, right. <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to say like it's been an interesting journey to watch, um, especially because when I I came into the picture. Um, I was, it was unbeknownst to me that, you know, there was this kind of strife going on. Um, and it was interesting to watch Elliot just struggle right from the beginning uh, with trying to, you know, and I think it's, it it was always Elliot's company, Mm -hmm. right? So it was, it was yours. It's everyone knows. Well, yeah, you talk to people and it's high (laughs) vibe, it's Elliot. Correct. Correct. Um, 
And then so it was just interesting when I came along and I was just kind of like, you know, he's like, I want to do all these things. And, and but my dad's not letting me. And I'm like, what do you mean? You know, and he's like, every time, like, I want to I want to grow it. And there's pushback. And then, like, there were there were so many things that I'd, I'd even see, like, he there was one time Elliot was just he was asking them to change the website and like all these quality issues and I'd see these emails pop up like I haven't authorized this you know like no like no I say no and then it got got to that point because I was going through a divorce and my father was a CPA and he advised me to hand my shares over to him to the divorce Mm. because that would be best for settlement so I gave 50% of the company to him, which made him 90% shareholder. Which yeah. I actually find peculiar because she had already signed so many pieces of paper and yeah, so many documents, signing over, it. like, you know, any rights, signing over this, signing over that. So when I look at it, I think, like, well, was this planned? Do you know what I mean? Like, is does this there, – there's there's some kind of – Yeah, there was ill intent undertone. There for sure. There, where you're, you're forth thinking, okay, like I'm, I'm gonna, there's, and there's nothing in writing, right? And as, as a CPA, you know, you'd be like, right, I'm gonna put this, so you're safe. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put this in writing, and those were the red flags that I was like picking up on, because I'm just like, wait, like, yeah. so you have nothing in writing? Yeah, it was a handshake agreement. I mean, it was my fault. I was naive, and I was ignorant. This is the blind trust. But and that's the thing. It was my father. Like, mm. I just trusted my father. He had my best interests at heart, but he had his best interests yep. at heart, you know? And uh, and then, so that was in August, and then I was trying to do stuff and trying to change things, and then he just started getting his back up and just kept getting his back up and just kept doing things without me and then trying to cu- shut me out. And, and as Christina come along, and I was like sleepless nights, and I was fast straight and I was like am I in like am I out like what do I do do I start my own thing do I fight for it you know and it was always about the community and, and as Christina can tell you it was always about that and so it was like I tried to walk away and then I was like you know what no fuck that mm. this is my community you know I yeah. built this you know you can see <laughs> you can see it really riles me up and uh yeah it was just we fought for it and we fought hard and it's it's seen through the community yeah, hundred like percent. You like you talk to people about it, and everyone's switched. Yeah, everyone's yeah. seen the bullshit that's come through. Yeah, and we had we had we're very very grateful for for all the community support because mm. of it. You know, we we I wouldn't have been able to do it without Christina, but I definitely wouldn't have been able to do it without mm. all the community support. Oh, dude, and like it, everyone backs you, and like it, like it's you can see when there's bullshit in a company, mm-hmm. and when you have this emotional like attachment to something and how how much pride you have and you can see it in your face like this is what drives huge companies and this is why the community follows you and believes in you because it's there's no like I'm doing it for the community it's like yeah. I'm fucking yeah. putting my heart into this community because this is I want to be able to spread I want to be able to give this water to everyone yeah, yeah. because it's a necessity for life you're right. you're giving a necessity for life to others and it's fucking amazing water and i know how much of a change it can make like my journey was that within two weeks my life started to change like i felt better and i just want to give that back Mm. to the community you know it's it's the simplest thing to change with the maximum benefit you know we are water like you you start to think clearer your body works better you know it's just such a simple thing to change with the maximum benefit and that's always what it's been about but yeah 
And I think that what a lot of people don't understand and don't see is the long battle we've had. And it's been a long battle. Mm. I mean, it's been, even from the beginning, you know, Elliot was like, I want to fight for this. Will you help me? So I like got in there. I was trying to help him, like make changes to track the bottles, to you know, to to change the website, to you know, get out of these other contracts and just sort of shift things. And obviously, that went down like a lead balloon. <laughs> um, and and then so Elliot was like, "Fine, like I'll 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 get out. I want out." And he's the, the dad's like, oh, I'll only give you $10,000 and you have to sign um, a non-compete and a non-disclosure and all these different things. And I was like, fuck that. No, no, we didn't agree on that one. No. Just walk away. <laughs> and then, and then, the, then, then the, the, Elliot was like, fine, you know what, we'll start up our own thing. So we went down the route of, okay, we'll, we'll try and do home, home filtration, filtration yeah. and like shower filters and stuff like that. So we were started working on things like that. His dad found out and threatened us with legal, legal action. On no terms. Nothing. There was no, there's no non-compete. No. Elliot has no employment contract. He has no non-compete, no NDAs, no nothing. And he knows this, but he still will try. Yeah. And this, this is the risky thing with going into business with family and friends yeah. is because you have so much trust in someone that wouldn't fuck you over. Mm-hmm. So a handshake agreement between men is, that should be a signed, well, be. sealed deal. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It used to mean something. It used to. Yeah. And that's what's, that's what's I guess messed up about the world these days is everyone's out for themselves. Yeah. Like you Once go money's involved and you see money to come in and you realise, like, like my, my old man, we realised that he was in a lot of financial difficulty. Mm. He spread himself way too thin. And once he saw that money coming in, he started to use that as his own piggy bank. And that's why I was like, I started asking questions, like, where's the money? Where's the money? I know this is making money. I know that I'm growing this business. Well, well then the progression was that we, so we, we were like, okay, well, you know what? And then Elliot came home and he was just like, no, you know what? I want this. This yeah. is mine. I've built it. I found it. You know, this is, and then this is, we're going to make this ours. We're going to grow it. We've got so many great ideas. We want to get the water and the quality back on track. Yeah. And um, so then we tried to, we, we went offered to, him, to buy him out. Yeah. We offered him $250,000 to buy mm-hmm. him out, plus all of these things, because what we ended up finding out, so he locked Elliot out of Shopify, out of the account. Out of zero, yeah. Out of everything. And then so we threatened to go to the police, and then he gave him access, and upon further we went due all diligence. The books, yeah, so this was Sunday night. We basically threatened him that we'll go to police if you don't give me access by Monday morning. He gave us access. We went through the books all Monday morning and realised that he hadn't been paying me. There was all these ridiculous amounts of money coming out of the account. He'd been paying my, my older brother $110 an hour for social media, which Jeez. there was 20 days of no work that he had invoiced for, for. And I've got mates that travel the world for multi-million dollar companies that don't even charge $110 mm. an hour. And their work's top of the line. And my brother's work is was <laughs> not <laughs> top of the line. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so... We, so and then I think that the the biggest kicker was um, when I started asking these questions about, so they had a joint loan account and the agreement was they were gonna, going to buy um, P3 in both of their names. Yeah. And I, I, w- I was talking to Elliot, I was like, so how many shares do you actually own of the, of, 
of P3? Like, how many owners are there? Like, what is you? And he's like, actually, I don't actually know. And I'm like, what's your share agreement say? And he's like, oh, I don't have one. And I'm like, well, then you don't own it, babe. <laughs> like, like, if it ain't in writing, yeah. it doesn't exist. Yeah. And and he's like, and I, I could just see, like, the ball yep. start to drop for him. And he's just like, oh, like, my dad screwed me over. And then, so he goes to his dad, and he's just like, what, like, where's the money gone? What, like, you've just taken it out. Like, what is in my name? Mm. And he's like, oh, well, like, it's actually in my name. But, you know, okay, like, I I'll, I guess I'll put the money back and stuff. And I'm just like, that's embezzlement. Like, babe, like, <laughs> that is, and like, you yeah, don't get to just do the crime and then be like, it's I'm I'm exonerated because, you know, I've, I've put the thing yeah, back. Yeah, i put the money back. Jesus. But then, so he bought... Yeah, this the, is the best part. He bought P3 in his own name and then tried to charge Elliot... $50,000 for the shares. <laughs> Send me an email. So I now own $50,000 for the shares of P3. And also And you need to pay it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she took it out of our joint loan account. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, keep in mind, we have all of... Oh, you have receipts for everything. Mm. So so I think what really pissed me off the most was um, was watching people like Paul, who are, who is owner of, of P3 and the staff of P3, clearly not knowing the truth, yeah. walk past and just give Elliot the evils. And I'm a very, very protective partner. I'm full, like, and now I'm... I'm 13 weeks pregnant, so... Congratulations, well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, like, I'm even more of a tiger yep. mom. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, like back in the Midwest, you have, like, you mess with a bull, you get the horns. Mm-hmm. And watching how they treat Elliot, like, hell hath no fury. Because we have the truth, we have the facts, we have everything. And... I am very comfortable showing anyone who wants to know, anyone who wants to yeah. see that. We're very comfortable. Like the like, we'll yeah, get so in. So then he started throwing lawyers at us, right? So, yeah. like, so after we made it public of what had, what had happened, so basically the Sunday night we, we said we'll go to the police. Monday morning he gave us access. By Tuesday he voted me out of the company because I wasn't a shareholder anymore. So, mm-hmm. him, so my brother had 10% and he had 90 yeah. Tuesday morning I was voted out of the company. Tuesday night we let the public know. And everyone come to us and they're like, well, what do we do for yeah. water? And we're like, fuck, I don't know. Wednesday morning, we'll back up and running with a new water company. Yeah. And then we had defamation lawyer letters. We had. So, yeah, we had, we were hit with. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, and so, yeah, we had defamation, which is a big, long, you know, big, long lawyer. Which Christina shut that down because we had all the evidence there. So, we sent that back to the lawyer. So, that got shut down. Well, that, I, I just, I find it interesting because, and this just goes to show how. Like, he was just trying to throw shit and see what would stick. Yeah. yeah. And and there was obviously, like, there was, during this time, like, this just wasn't, like, basically bang, bang, bang. Like, this was, like, periods of time where we were trying to go out and make the company better and just kept getting shut down and kept getting threatened with legal action, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It was just constant, constant, constant. But yeah. what I did make sure is that we had printouts of everything. Yeah, all yeah. the conversations. Everything I found on the accounts, I was like, All the emails. Yes. Yep. So when you posted up on when you posted up on Instagram and you were saying like this is what's happened. So for a defamation lawsuit to go through so if there's no facts. Technically we didn't post that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't post that. So we didn't post on 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 oh. high vibes. Someone um, else did that on our behalf. Someone someone hacked in, did they? <laughs> someone got in there, put up that. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, we've got some some really smart people on our side. Disgruntled <laughs> employee. We, so, we yeah, have, it, it, was, it must have been that disgruntled employee. As we said, we had, we've, our community support has been crazy. Like, basically, that happened Tuesday. I had 50 phone calls the next day. Elliot, whatever you need from us, you just mm. let us know. You know, We even had rival water companies reach out to us and say, we'll give you water, yeah. just give your customers the product like good yeah. product you know what i mean just get yeah. your customers good like, quality get up and water running and we've got you like yeah. we will get you up and running so the movement you've created it's got like a big following it's got a big following yeah, yeah. so it's, it's and that just goes to show it's not the name it's the people it's the it. people and yeah. that's the thing like i put my heart and soul in that for for a very long time you know what i mean never asking for anything in return and before that when i worked in security it was the same like i used to work at justin lane i was on the door and i always gave back like i never asked for anything in return so the day that i needed something was the day that everyone mm. was there there for us and that's yeah. yeah that's what community is all about and when 100%. you when you dip your hand into community like you're going to get something back. Yeah. And I think the the biggest blessing in all of it was we dodged a bullet by not buying that company from yeah. him. Because the minute we announced our new water company... All those reports came out. I had probably 40 to 50 messages of people saying how their water was testing as tap water, how they brought it to these special places and it was testing as tap water... How they found insects in their water, feathers, feathers yeah, flowers, just debris in their water. And how the emails, they were sick. Yeah, yeah. They were sick from it. Do you know what I mean? And and then and they let them know. Remember the and they, and they let them know. So we were for, we even forwarded like a lot of information, a lot of damning information, and like a proof. Emails sent directly, conversations had directly from them to High Vibe. And very, I mean, you can just tell they're just brushed off, right? There's no so, real oh, acknowledgement. That's no good. There's no yeah, ownership. There was, oh, yeah. that's weird. Bad you know? oysters the night before, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exactly, weird. exactly. That was actually one of the responses. And I have to say my favorite thing is that now they are sending emails out lying again to their customers. And this just goes to show that, like, these people are not high vibe. No. These people, I mean, if anything, like, I'm tempted to sue them for, <laughs> <laughs> for false advertising. Very, very low because, you know what I mean? They're, they're but then there was the emails. season, remember the season desist? There was that as well. You oh, know? well, yeah. But then they're shooting out these emails saying, we've never had a complaint. Our water's always been perfect. And yeah. I'm like, Sorry, so how about all these emails that you have been sent that you have acknowledged and mm. replied to? Like, this is not nothing. Yeah, so this is where the defamation lawsuit kind of gets thrown out the window. Yeah, so they got thrown out. Yeah. proof and facts. Well, and that was, that was the thing. Is I mean, I was, I was like, you know what? What, is, what does Elliot need right now? He needs a lawyer. I'm going to become a lawyer. Yeah. So I was up <laughs> to like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning just like furiously on my computer, mm. like... And thankfully, like, my family do have some, like, good lawyers on their side. So I'd, like, reach out and just be like, you know, this. Am I on the? They're like, this is child's play for you. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, you've got this. Yeah, so um, that was the defamation. <laughs> so the defamation was just, you know, down the toilet. Um, then so it was then a cease and desist. Cease and desist to try and threaten Elliot that he was a not, he was not allowed to, to work, work in the in water, the water industry, industry. For two years. For two years. Knowing full well... That I'd sign That nothing. he had no... Yeah, yeah I was going to say, you guys just said that he didn't sign Again, like, I, to be fair, like, by the time that this cease and desist lawyer letter came around, like, I was actually having a bit of fun, mm. like, getting back to them, because I was like, this is just 
so ridiculous. And even some of the terms that were on it, they were just outrageous. But you, like his father was calling up suppliers and threatening them with legal action to that to not work allowed with to us. work with us. Yeah, and mm. they were like, that, <laughs> "That's not how business goes, bud." No, like that's that's just fair competition. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I went hard on that lawyer because I was just like, as a representative of the law, you should be ashamed of yourself. And I'm incredibly frightened that you are representing this law firm if you genuinely think that this is, what are you trying to create a monopoly? Mm. You know what I mean? Like some cartel that you're it's trying to take cartel. out. You're trying to take out the rest yeah, of yeah, the competition. This is, <laughs> fair, this is fair competition. Like we're not taking all these customers away from you because we have an inferior product. We have a superior product. Mm, yeah. You know, yours has been tried and tested you know, judge and jury has. They don't, it they don't was like good it. once upon a time, but yeah. it, it it declined and it declined right. fast. And it declined because someone stole it with a malice. Yeah, yeah. To simply drain it of its funds, not because there was any passion or love for the community or the, the water. Another another hilarious thing in the the law the their lawyer letters was they kept trying to beg us to give them the name of where they oh, get supplies. their filters from supplies. So how long? So this is what confused me because we've spoken about this before. Is how long before? When was the last time they changed the filters? Well, if they didn't know where the filters came from. It's a good question. So it was it was August that I handed my shares over, mm-hmm. and then it started to be about February March that it really started to go downhill, and I started to get shutting out of things. And I'm pretty sure I changed the filters late January. Late January. Late January. And then all the issues started basically happening after that. So they hadn't changed them for a few months. And how long, how like regularly do they need to? We should change them every, like those, those, a lot of them we should change every six, six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And always keep on top of it. You know what I mean? Like I was always going in there every week and making sure the levels are right and all that kind of stuff, you know. So I was checking it weekly, you know what I mean? So sometimes it it varies, obviously, because water is different. Depends if we've had rain or, you know what I mean? Like there's so many variables in it. But yeah, it's just uh, that hadn't been changed for a long time. Jesus. Yeah, the the filters would have been very dirty. Yeah, and I, I. Because I personally was buying from that as well, from them as well, and I noticed the water change. Okay. And even my partner was like, Charles was like, oh, it's it's not different. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, you probably just got to, you know, like, Still got soap in your water bottle or something like that. Yeah, and I like I brushed it off. Like, no, no, it's like because I (laughs) again, you have blind trust in a company. Yeah, and not knowing. The background and what's happening in the company, you've, you're still going along, going this is this this is the water that's meant to be really good. For yeah, you. yeah, of course. And then you you know all the stuff comes out, and you're like, fuck, like I, I got played a fool. The amount I've, of mm. people who have been like, I knew it, I tasted, it. I, I said it to my partner, I said it to this, yeah. Like, it's just, you know, it was like, well, yeah, that was trust a, your that intuition. Was, that was a lot of sleepless nights for me and a lot of anger and a lot of frustration knowing that that was going on with, with community drinking that kind of water, you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it was... It's probably just like, it still blows my mind that this has happened. <laughs> like, oh, it, it honestly, like, it, it's just a never-ending story, you know, and, and they, they were they were trying to, they tried to come at us with because the other kicker is the father put a dvo he put a dvo against me because i called him gutless jesus because he they had a phone call and elliot was like give me my company back yeah i want my That's company all I wanted, back. my company back but again like it's like even if you did yell at someone and call them gutless and have a bit more of follow-up 
words. Yeah. That shouldn't be grounds for a TV. Well, and that's what the lawyer said. It's a one-off thing, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And there's no ill intent there. So now, like, I'm, I'm not allowed 100 metres within the shop, and I'm not allowed 100 metres within... And we're, we're going... We're going so this to, is a temporary order. Yeah. yeah. We're going to trial. Yeah. But this just goes to show what type of man he is. So in one of the lawyer letters, he had basically tried to entice us and said, I'll drop the DVO. Yeah. And I'll, you know, I'll go to the police station and try my hardest to get this all removed. If you release a statement saying that what everything that's been said is false, yeah, and if you coerce these other two people, people, certain certain like big names, into also releasing statements saying that they were wrong, yeah. And I wrote, I was furious. We, we I, I said, you know what? We'll go to, we'll see you at trial yeah. because we will, we are not morally, we're not going to lie to the community. We are also, these, this is proof from, from people. This is the community. This is like a multitude of, of proof from people that aren't us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not hearsay anymore. This is yeah, yeah, hard fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just like, absolutely not. We don't agree to that. Yeah, so no, this is why nothing's sticking. That's right. Because yeah, yeah. as soon as like, oh, this has happened, you're like, no, here's all the facts. Exactly, exactly. And then he Come was on. like, oh, well, we just don't know whether, you know, these are just screenshots of mm. things. We don't know if they're actual uh, high vibe. So I forwarded him all the actual emails, the emails that as went well. to high vibe. Yeah, that customer <laughs> the sent us proof. that they had And we haven't heard from his lawyer since. Yeah. Oh. So, but, um, That's but weird. yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting that, but, um, it just shows you how, how spiteful and vengeful he is because, um, we, we've, we've had to go to court for the DVO and, um, yep. and even that the lawyer was like, this is just, this is ridiculous. Right. So what, why don't we just try and what was it? Um, grounds? What is it? Yeah, they were going to do, I think it was called an undertaking, undertaking yeah. which was basically we, we agree that we're going to be nice and, and that's the end of it, but he didn't want that either. So he wants to go to trial. He wants to go to court. Like he, he's adamant to put it easier. And well, I, I say it's good luck. All the lawyers have been like, this is a business dispute. This okay. has got right, nothing is, to do with actual life, you know what I mean? Is there, is there business mediation? No, not, not like, at this point. Not no, no, no. 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 But I mean, the thing is, like the the high vibe name is is done. It's tarnished. You know what I mean? And we don't want anything to do with that. And I don't want the politics involved with it anymore. You know what I mean? Like I just want to wipe my hands clean. Like if it wasn't for a few certain things of the DVO, I would happily sign the DVO for ten years. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? But there's certain things that I need that I can't have this DVO. We have customers that are literally around the corner from the shop. So to them, for them to to try and you know, prevent us from serving it. Like, and all oh, for, for what? Because because his ego yeah. is so bruised that he's gotten himself into this position and he wants to, to hurt us. Yeah. And... Well, he, and, and he doesn't. He does want to take ownership. Like we know that he's had to go sell a house in Melbourne. We know that he's, he's he's selling another one of his businesses. You know what I mean? Like we know that he's in financial disarray, and that's why he's seen the money and taken that, and he's yeah. just being right. greedy. It's a right. fear mindset. Yeah, right. and he's got his whole. You know, he's got the two sons who live off of him, mm. so he's supporting an awful lot of people. Having just he he's not a successful man. He's 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 reached mediocrity. Yeah. Right, and he's one of those men who he uh, under the guise of like, oh, support, oh, keep it me. in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll support all the all the guys, all the all my sons, but oh, but unless don't you do better do, than you're me, you're never yeah. allowed to do better than me. 
you know, and he set the bar very low. Mm. So Elliot's always strived for more, and you know, he's been like the the black wolf, yep. of, the, <laughs> black wolf of the family, and kind of like you know, Definitely. wanted to wanted to break free of all of that. Well, and that's um, what I tried. You know, like I moved up here was to, to get away from everyone. You know, start a new life, and then eventually over COVID, they all one by one come and moved up here, and yes. I'm like, well, I'm back in the same situation. Yeah. You know, and then as I said, I was I was naive and ignorant to think that maybe something could come out of it and try again, you know, and, and that's when I started like kind of inviting them into the into the company because obviously I needed help, but I was just banging my head against the wall. Like I asked 18 months for things to get done. They just didn't get done. Like I asked for website changes for 18 months. It didn't get done. I asked Christina to do it. She did in two days. <laughs> You know, so it was all like it was. It was good. So it was. It was like I had asked for things, and I knew there was issues. And and rather than them wanting to put in the work, they were too busy out there saying that they're the owners of High Vibe. You know mm. what I mean? And trying to take the glory. You know what I mean? But yet, whenever I needed help out there, where were they to be seen? That's Never. Such a term, yeah. And it's like as you said, everyone knows that I was a face because I put my heart. So I was doing seven, eight events a weekend yeah. when I, we first started. You know what I mean? Like. I was out there as much as I could, talking to everyone I could, trying to help as many communities as mm. I could, you know. And it was basically off, off, like I had some help, but not a lot of help, yeah. you know. And I wasn't asking for any glory. All yeah. I wanted to do was build a good brand and build know, a good community. And that's, that, that can be a difficult thing with partnerships as well or having friends and family or even just colleagues in the businesses is that – some people just want to take the glory, yeah, and they don't want to have that hard work and put in the work, yeah, because the hard work—it's exactly what it is. It's hard fucking well, it's, work. It's it's like now, yeah. like yeah. Oh. we're averaging twenty-hour days. You know mm. what I mean? Like I'm working night shifts so we can fund it all because basically we've, we've put a lot of our money yeah. into it already. So I'm working nine nine p.m. to five a.m. at night. Then I'm coming home, I might sleep for two hours. Then we're doing deliveries and yeah. all the business stuff throughout the day. And then I'm not getting home till five o'clock. You need a whole. And day. then I sleep another <laughs> hour or, or two. And then I'm back at work again. And this has been for the past month, you know And this what I mean? just goes to show, like, the passion is what drives us. And right? this will pay off too. Do, right. Like, hugely. Right. Because everyone, everyone sees the sacrifices. Yeah. And you guys don't, you don't, like, what I love about you guys is you don't put yourselves out there like, we're doing this and we've got, like, you're, you're, in, the, you're in the pits working your ass off. Yeah, we're in the trenches. You're, yeah, you're yeah. in the trenches and you're working your ass off and you you're literally providing a product that proves itself. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to be out there trying to big note it. Right. Right. We're, not, we're, not, we're not in it for the glory. Mm. We're in it because we are so passionate about Good clean living water, yeah. and health and that this is the foundation yeah. of that yeah. and just getting the, a great product to the community. That's Do you it. know what I mean? Like. It's not about the That's money. It's the start of the ecosystem, isn't it, for the health? Right, right. Yeah. And and we're just so, I think we're so infuriated by what we, we had witnessed at High Vibe and at, at some other water companies too, you know, and with a lot of different things with, you know, the way the government's going, what they, the things that they put in our food and, mm. and just everything. And it's such a knock-on effect mm. that we're just like, you know, this is there's a bigger picture at play here. That's it. That's huge. And... When I was doing research for this podcast, even just Googling stuff and trying to find out what's in tap water, the you know, the the negative side effects of tap water, you can't find you it. You can't find it. Yeah. And it's just like tap water's got this, 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 and this. At small traces trace amounts, it's not harmful to the body. Yeah. And then I actually listened to a podcast and it was called Gay Frogs. 
<laughs> and it's about I can't remember the name of the pesticide. What's it called? Um, you know atrazine. So it was about atrazine. Yeah, and how it changes the gender in the frogs. Yeah, yep. and they obviously go on and talk a lot about it as well. But the guy that actually um, found what atrazine was doing to the frogs, he was actually a spokesman for the um, pesticide company. So he was actually going through and then it, he kind of started seeing that this is what was happening with what atrazine was doing to the frogs. The frogs. It literally castrates male mm. frogs yeah. and then can actually turn them female. Yep. Yeah. And then they started doing the tests on the humans that use, on the farmers that use atrazine. And then they check their testosterone rates. They and check all, low. and they were so low. And it's in our water. And it's openly on the it's on the government website. That it's it openly is. in our water. It is mm. because I always when I post. I mean, I I'm huge on education, and I think it's very important that the the public have fully in they make fully informed decisions. Yeah. You want to keep drinking tap water? That's on you. Yeah. But I'm going to make sure you know exactly. Yeah. What's, what's in maybe it. maybe <laughs> jump over to Pure Flow's <laughs> Instagram and that's have a look it. what's in and the have pipes. A look. And that's the thing. Yeah. And they might say, or oh, it's it's low levels in the water, but you're drinking it every single day. And you're showering in it. You're showering yeah. in it. You're brushing your teeth. You're washing your clothes with it. So you're mm-hmm. wearing it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's it might be a little bit, but over time that's a lot. You it know could also I mean? be even like, though we know it's not a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Start micro dosing heroin every yeah. day like it's you kill yourself slowly yeah right, please exactly. like and, it's and but that's the that's the the bigger bigger thing at play mm. here right it's the lowering the testosterone mm-hmm. you know like weaken the men you know keep them confused all yeah. the, the women have have all of these fertility issues and you know polycystic ovaries and things like that i mean none of these things really existed like centuries ago Right, it's only with the new modern way that well, we are farming, right. yeah. the new like big pharma. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's birth control. It's all of these things that they're slowly, slowly like mm. piling up. So you you add that, and then you add the chemicals on your food, and then you add the chemicals that you're showering in, and the the fluoride and the chemicals in your toothpaste, and then in your cosmetics, mm-hmm. and in your skincare, and then yeah. by the time, okay, yeah, like that's <laughs> a little bit in your in little bit in your water, but but the, at the end of the day, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's huge. And, and we know it's not a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Or it's just like, oh, you got to clean the pipes. What are you going to put in there to clean it? You're not well, going to put some like eco-friendly. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, blast the hell out of it with, with chemicals. Yeah. Like you've got, you got nitrate in, you've got chlorine, you've got, I I tried Googling all these chemicals and it just kept up coming up that the small amount of trace, small amount, trace amounts aren't actually mm-hmm. that small. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, they don't do, – like, when I looked on Google, it didn't tell me anything about, yeah, right. like, percentages or how much. It was just a, you know, trace amount. Right, a little bit. right. So no I – there was, like, um, a Huberman um, podcast about water. I listened to that. It's three hours long. It is very – it's very <laughs> dense. Um, and, then, and then at the end, he's just like – just get a filtration system yep, like, if you want. Just like, yeah, he's yeah. Like, you know. like, God damn it. And, um, and he says about um, – the, the safe levels of fluoride and essentially anything at or above 0.5 is is not considered safe. And if you go onto the Gold Coast government website, it's, and up, it's, to 1. it's up to 1.5. Yeah. So it's three times. Three times. It's three times. But the thing is, it, it, again, it's, it goes like the, if you pay off the right person or the right doctor, the right scientist to say, that's fine, that's, that's, a, that's the right amount. All right, cool. Yep, that's we'll go with him. 
Yeah. Right? Like, we'll just stick that on there. That's fine. Yeah. He's qualified. Right. He's qualified. Everyone he's, shut up. <laughs> yeah. He's also accepting our check. So that's good. The work Well, it's like, it's like you go back to that. Remember the heart tick that used to be on a lot of foods? The heart tick? And that got shut down. Pretty sure Shapes has a heart tick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Dunkaroos. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sugar well, filled yogurt. Yeah. Like, my biggest like thing is if there is a health food aisle in the grocery store, what's, what's the, the rest, rest of the, the food, grocery yeah. store? <laughs> Yeah, but then you go through the health food aisle and you're just like, this isn't healthy. Everything is, is vegetable oil. Everything's canola Castor oil. oil yeah. or canola oil, sorry. Um, like, it's literally... Castor oil. I was about to say, castor well, oil is good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's gotten rid of most of my wrinkles on the side of my face. <laughs> canola, canola. Um, just all of those seed oils. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it is... I went to And the, all the numbers. Yeah, all the numbers. Because I'm... so oh, I'm, the alphabet food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pregnant and I have some some cravings, right? And I'm trying to like five. Like one day I was craving cereal, I don't know why. Um, and so I'm like going down the health food aisle and I'm trying to find some healthy cereal. And even in the health food aisle, it's like numbers and um, vegetable oil, yeah, emulsifiers, this. all of these things. Yeah, and Elliot's like, "No, you're not feeding <laughs> my baby that stuff. No way." Exactly. Like we yeah. actually we've gone back to basics with a lot of things. Like I I make. Like the wraps mm. from scratch because there is not one wrap that is actually good. No, they're like turn it around. But the ones that do have ingredients in it, they basically break apart. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, it's like a piece of paper. Wrap it yeah. <laughs> you wrap it up and you're like, oh, okay. the, yeah, I'll just eat it in a bowl. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah food and water. It, it's a necessity for us, and I feel like they use it against us because. Then they can make big money. Yeah, fix it all. Well, that's yeah, right. Putting well, a band-aid over it. Right, and it's just that they they like blame a lot of these like new behavioral issues with children. Oh my fucking god! Right, like <laughs> oh they've oh he's got ADHD, and it's like no, maybe it's because he's just pumped full of well, numbers. Yeah, yeah. Right, I well, mean even the, even all the all the vaccines that they give children. <laughs> you can say it loud. <laughs> yeah, say it loud, say it proud. Um, and it's just like even like drinking tap water, fluoride, chlorine, and everything. That is that 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 has effects on your fetus. Do you know what I mean? Behavioral issues, birth defects, everything have been linked to these, brain, yes, to these things. And then they, you know they they, they want to just be like, oh, you know, just give it a pill, just medicate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got ADHD. Let's just slow you down a bit. Yeah, right. with exactly. something that's like pharmaceutical speed. Exactly, and then I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, even even like with my background, I'm just like, I just don't believe in that. I'm like, no, because you're trying to fit everybody into one box, box mm-hmm. and I would never fit in that box. Like, I don't think either of us fit I in those boxes. And so we know what it's like. No, I'm just not interested in what you're saying. I'm not interested in learning Pythagorean's theorem because I just know that in life I'm not going to need that. Yeah, that's um, (laughs) that's another thing. The schooling systems, yeah, especially for boys, we're we're not we're not not designed designed to sit down. Yeah, that's how I feel. I never did well in school. I I don't even have a grade twelve certificate. I failed. Yeah, I did. And I make more than teachers. So yeah, well, so I did half year nine and half year ten. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a, well, I have a master's it. degree. I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> I still. She, she finished for both of them. I yeah. still shun. <laughs> I shun the educational system. Do you know what I mean? Like we're home and homeschooling this one. Oh, of course. You know, like yeah. you ain't getting your yeah. hands on my kids. Boys need to be stimulated. What much different? Yeah. I, I do have a confession. I actually had to learn Pythagoras theorem 
because it's how I used to work out the pitch of a roof. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, there okay. you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I well, knew I was never going to need it. I wasn't going to need, need it. it. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely didn't need it. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like this like quantum, like math, or whatever it is, maths A, maths B, maths C. Like I did pre maths and still failed it, and that's like two plus two is, you know, whatever it is. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it, it was the trade maths. Yeah. And th- you just – the, st- the shit they, they put in it, you didn't need it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Same with no. English, and then like you're learning history that's kind of governed. I mean, right. Exactly. That's the only ever the winning side that you're going to yeah. hear. Oh, the, the patriotic, the, they all won. It was such an amazing thing, and they beat the bad guy. And you're just like, I wonder why they beat them. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like you, I'm starting to, like, I well, have, say have this, a, but like right. going through and thinking maybe Russia's got a bit of a. Uh, oh, a game plan behind what they're doing oh, because this is, this is yeah, hundred percent. The organic what's, what's farming. Happening, what's happening? Oh, of course. Mm. Did you know that Ukraine is actually statistically one of the um, it's most corrupt countries in the world? Well, it also has the highest rate of child trafficking and organ trafficking. Oh, I wonder why they're trying to save it. Yeah, right. and, it's the and, and oh, the politicians in the U.S. It's got some of the, the largest demo, the, the import and export as well. Are you know trying to save it? They've sent how how many billions? I think it's forty or eighty billion dollars. Yeah, and they've sent twelve billion to Hawaii. Yeah, wow. well, I think in Hawaii, what all oh, the only thing they offered was seven hundred dollars per household. Oh, nice! So it's like COVID. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, mm. wow. Yeah, yeah, for their for their fake natural disaster, which, by the way, uh, when because yeah. Hawaii is a protected island, the only way to get your hands to, I guess, technically buy or rebuild is on that land disaster. is after a natural disaster. Really? Yes. Oh my god! So they created a natural disaster, which oddly was it a natural disaster, or was it the fact that the tornado came through and knocked a power pole over? It was. It's like <laughs> wasn't that how it happened? Sharknado. Like, yeah. So they they were like um, <laughs> like they're aluminum nanoparticles, mm. and then with the wind, they can pretty much here comes the college degree. Aluminum, aluminium in Australia. Aluminum, aluminum nanoparticles, and um, basically. They are. They aren't. They've got. I think fourteen hundred missing people, um, still. And um, what they're finding is because this natural fire was, so, was so strong and so hot, it burnt the metal structures of every building. It, it incinerated that it people. incinerated their bones. Like they've had to bring in cadaver dogs oh, yeah. to find the dust yeah, of dead apart. people. It's 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 so sad that like. If it was a natural disaster, it is like it's it's so hard. That's sad either way. If you it know. was, you know, yeah, if yeah. it was, it was made. I mean, either way, like an atrocity has ha- taken place on the island. Mm. But again, like you have to look at the facts and you have to look at it, you know, and be like, look at the history, like, right. But what's the solution in in, in our way, though? You know what I mean? Like, how do you, how how would you prevent something like that? And what do you do moving forward? Well, I for think us that as a, as a People Unite as one, right? And it's 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 we and the people, like in the in the constitution, it's we the people. It's yeah, not yeah. what the government can do. F- it's not what we can do for the government. It's what the government can, can do, do for us. us. That, wasn't that how the government started? It was to serve. Yeah, it was to serve. It was for the people. Yeah. For the people. Yeah, correct. And I think now that's a massive overreach, and you have a bunch of you know bored, wealthy, <laughs> black rock vanguard. You know, the usual suspects. The ones that own like 88% of the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I think all, all you can really do is just go against the grain. 
and you just start. You come back, you know it. You come back to conservative, and you have a family. You just and start. Yeah, you 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 go you go against what they're what they want you mm-hmm. to do, and you know you you homeschool your kids. You you grow your own food. You you try really water. hard not to get caught up. And this is coming from someone who lived and thrived in New York City, mm. right? Like I I was like New York is the greatest city in the world. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like he couldn't change my mind about it. Um. And then I came over here, and I and I think this is this is God's work, right? Mm. Like He got me stuck over here. He got me to just, see, to see, a different see, life. to see. He showed me something. He's like, your your purpose is bigger, and yeah. I've, you've gone through all of this for a very particular reason, and like you're getting distracted in New York. It's time to remove you. Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, because I'm I'm very passionate about about this sort of well, the health space yeah, yeah of yeah. course because there's too many people that are sick and unhealthy and just don't know where to turn and don't know the information because they just bombard you with so much information yeah. so everyone is confused it's like well they mm. said that steak is bad and they're saying that steak is good and they're saying that eggs can kill you and they say eggs are good and yeah. you know what i mean it's like all well, this different yeah. information Oh, fuck it, I'll just get Maccas. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the right. mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at the price, the price as well. Like, if yeah. you are a working family or a low-income household... You can feed a family what, what are you gonna go for 20 bucks. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, what are your what are your, your actual choices there? It's very, very and hard. And I think that that's good. I this lady the other day told me that she ate McDonald's every day for eight years and she was 42. She looked 60. And I didn't say that to her. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I can it, see that. Yeah, I, can <laughs> see. I can tell. <laughs> I was like, you're only nine years older than me, and you look thirty mm. years older. Than me. Yeah. But it, it can, it can, like poor, poor water choices, poor food choices. Yeah. Um, you know, we do get stuck in that party lifestyle for a while, so alcohol and mm-hmm. you know all of that stuff. And there's there's um, healthy ways to combat what alcohol does to you. Like I was reading a thing saying that they have coconut oil before and after alcohol. Yeah, I yeah, saw okay. that. Yeah. And yeah. It, like it breaks down the enzymes of what the like the bad stuff in alcohol. Yeah, yeah coconut oil and apparently uh, green tea. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so it's like what you're saying. We get so we get so trapped and like confused by the people that we're meant to be looking up to yeah. for mm-hmm. help, and that's the government. And then they're like, "Yep, this is fine." Like, you know, I think if you, you look in America, and that guy's eating a fucking cheeseburger and fries on the um, on the TV, and he's like, "Oh, you know, you could have all of this if you just get vaccinated." Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and you're just like, "What? Like, what's happening?" And then like, yeah, you yeah, see, well, like, you see yeah, you see Dan Andrews talking about, um, you know, not coercing people to get the vaccine, but then all of a sudden he's like, "No, jo- no jab, no job." Yeah, and it's just like. That's coercion. That's coercion. Yeah. That's, that's forcing people to get something that they don't want. And all the yeah. censorship, right? Yeah. Like what happened to freedom But they're all speech? public at the end of the day. What you know happened what I mean? to, you know, like the the freedom, right, of, of the internet and of just being able to share information and it just, you know, and I think what, what gets me the most is all of the science has come out to prove yeah. Otherwise, and you know they've, and you have you you literally blatantly have the heads like Fauci and everything being like, yeah, my bad, guys. Well, you like, saw what masks. he did with the AIDS thing, right? <laughs> right. Why? But, why is he? In, why is he get a say in shit? Like, he, why is he not in jail? Yeah. Right. What happens? What his, does he know? What happened to the <laughs> what trial? What does he know? What That's does right. He know? Right. Like it's just you know it is a black hole 
rabbit hole we can go down but it's i think the thing that gets me the most is and i think this is why we're so big on transparency and an education because people have the right to, to know. know. Mm-hmm. Correct. And, and I love then that. you have the right to make your own choice. Like, I, we're not going to shove it down your throat. That's cool. Like, you don't want to buy the, the, the water. That, that's totally your choice. Mm. But, but at least just know. But at yeah. least know what you're Be doing too. Like, it, yeah. your family, right? Your kids, your your partners, your yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's all good and well. You know, you go to the gym all the time and, you know, you eat relatively well, but what are you drinking you know so it's and it's uh, that's where it's a culmination of so many heavy metals chemicals toxins hormones hormones, agricultural runoff yeah because i I saw the post on your instagram of the pipes (laughs) i actually met Oh, uh, yeah, um, he's a good lad. Hey? Oh, I play touch with him now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. He's, a <laughs> he's, a, he's we love him. We have is. a lot of time for he's him. amazing. Even and though he didn't send it to us. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have to cut that out. Yeah, yeah, he didn't send that to us. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's tap water. He has water. to be careful, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are we up to? <laughs> Hour. <laughs> i remember that so I can cut it. <laughs> yeah, because I accidentally, I tagged him in that initially. He's, he's like, like, no, 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 like, no, I work for the plumbing people. I'll get in trouble. So I'm like, my bad. All right, sweet. Well, but yes, the, the man who sent it to us is a wonderful man. He's a modern-day superhero. He yeah. is, he is. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that thing, like, it was, there was so much build-up so of much shit. in there, wasn't there? And it wasn't even that old. I think he said the building was, like, 15 years old. Wow. Yeah. Because that, that wasn't cop. That wasn't copper pipe. That was no. That was no. normal pipe. Just metal, steel. Normal, yeah, yeah. yeah. In in Mermaid Beach. Mermaid. Mermaid. Yeah. And now they're using poly pipe in a lot of new builds. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's not any better. No. no way. I mean, if, I mean, and a lot of bacteria goes on the on that stuff too. Yeah, well, we actually, and it breaks down. Yeah. So we actually uh, we finished a job last year in Rabina, and. When the job finishes, like you can kind of go through and you do your defects and you can just be like, oh, I'll fill up at the tap because I can't be bothered to go down to the, the bubblers. And you take the first sip of water out of that brand new tap. Yuck. You let it run for like, you could let it run for five minutes and it still tastes like poison. Yeah, really? Yeah. So and is that from all the glues and it's from the actual we got your glues, you've got the heat that they, they clamp it off with, they've like... They, whatever chemicals they put in it in to, to, to sterilise it. Yeah, 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 because they've got to flush it. Yeah, like if they're going to sterilise the pipes, they're probably going to sterilise us. Of course. And right. Well, if you don't invest in a filter and you a good filter, filter. Yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, don't even get me started on people who are like, oh, my fridge has a filter. Yeah, yeah. We or get like, that oh, all the time. Oh, I, got I have a Brita filter. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, you've removed the sediment mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. And maybe some. Yeah. What about the Kangen filters? I heard... Because so, they're reverse osmosis, aren't they? No, they no, are they not, can get no. not. And no. they do not... Re- they, they, and this is the other they thing They strip the minerals out? <laughs> no, they've got like a... They've got these little like you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no time idea. Time out, time out, time out. <laughs> no, because I, I did a little bit of research into Kangen uh, when I first started just to know the difference. Um, basically, they've got like these electrolysis plates in it that basically activate, activate it and okay. it strips out a lot of the stuff. You've got to get an add-on fluoride attachment to take out the fluoride. Yeah. So the general machine itself does not take out fluoride. Which is so why, an and that's, attachment. that's another thing that gets me about... They don't tell you about that. that. So the way... And they're six grand, aren't the they? Way, right. They're six grand plus another like 300 for the add-on. Yeah. Which they don't actually upfront tell you. And that's the other thing that like really kind of 
gets me about that side of things. Like, Kangen is a great machine. I'm sure it is. I've tasted water that came from it. It's great. But the people in charge of selling it, it's like it's a it's a marketing like it's, it's like a, a it's a Ponzi scheme, whatever. It's not like a Ponzi. <laughs> the Ponzi scheme is when you, you sell something in is it multi level marketing? Like a, yes, marketing. it's one of one of those. It's like it, network marketing is a good business. Problem, yeah, right? I see it as a Ponzi scheme. That, yeah. um, as long as you have, <laughs> as long as you have the right people. And yeah. and and what people do is you have these people who are just kind of like oh it's a high ticket item that's great like I'm gonna make yeah. lots of money. They don't know anything about it and like. I've spoken to plenty of people who sell these machines and I'm asking them, they're like, I don't actually know that much yeah, about it. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. fuck, no. Okay. You shouldn't be in the bis- in, in the water but world. Let's be honest, yeah. The Japanese you know? are very intelligent when it comes to water and it's a Japanese machine. But the it's Japanese the aren't the ones selling it. Yeah, I thought correct. they, didn't they bring, cre- didn't something start in Byron? So Maybe a, the a movement fam- or yeah, something. Yeah, I think but the family, a family brought them over. Yeah, because yeah, it's probably. Magic, which is yeah. it's a network marketing company, so yeah. it's, it's based yes. in Japan. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and it's just and it's just kind of like I, I remember being being sold it, and they were like, "Oh, it strips everything. It's great. It's great." And I'm and I'm just like, "Oh, okay," but they never go on to inform you that it's great, but it doesn't strip the fluoride. The fluoride yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you need the attachment. And, attachment. and I feel like that is misleading. And that's that's where the passion isn't about the product. The passion is about your cut of that six grand. Yeah. Right? Like, Always. buy it, buy it, buy it, because it's so good, so good, so good. What does it do? I'm not quite sure, but it's really good. It makes gives you water. You water and yeah, it's great. like, yeah, yeah. Look, look at keeps the water. Keeps you hydrated, like idiot. It's, look, it's, it's electrolyzed <laughs> you water. Can, it's you, great. You could buy six grand and have a whole house filter. And yeah. Every, you can pay less every, than six grand. Every, every tap in your house, if you shower, your toilet, everything will be your filtered. Your washing machine, your dishwasher. Yeah. Rather than just have it at the kitchen sink. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's... Yeah. We need to buy one of those filters that you guys just brought out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our shower filter again, like that is. And that's, we'll, we'll be doing homes at some point. Maybe? Yeah, and like oh. this is the thing is we're so Perfect. passionate about it. We want to change the whole space, and we're so much more than just water. Yeah, we want to basically bring the convenience of living a healthier life to be delivered to your door. You know, yeah. like we've we've partnered with. Um, toothpaste companies that have are non-tox, no no fluoride. Um, some amazing Collagen. supplement companies. You know what I mean? It's, and it all ties in to this. Mm. To so this our is your message. mission. Yeah, this is your mission statement. This right. is what you. This is your purpose and what you're creating. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because we want everyone to be smart about the decisions that they make, and we want to make it easy for them to make those decisions yeah, and those be changes. Well-informed. Right. Yeah, and be, we wanna, that's it. Be well informed. And we want to offer them, because I, I know how how hard, believe me, like we struggle to to find time to, there's no convenience, right? It's just like we, he gets home at six in the morning, I wake up at six, take the dogs out, you know, like clean up the house, get the run sheets ready, like do all the... Back on the road at log eight there. <laughs> yeah, like no, do all the... Um, the invoicing, do all the back end stuff. I do all the Instagram. So everybody who um, is like, hey, bro, yeah, yeah. on the Instagram, like it's me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Um, the and then, um, you know, then he gets up, I make breakfast, and then we're literally on the road. Like I'll pack us a lunch and we, we go. So like I understand like sometimes 
the first thing you reach for is not going to be yeah. the healthiest. It's not. It's th- this is not the first thought. You know, you have these moms out there who they don't have time. It's just, it's just not in their wheelhouse, right? Like they go they go to the grocery store, they grab what they know, they grab what's whatever might be the cheapest, yeah, might convenient be, and easy to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever is the convenient, the easiest to grab, and um. So for me, like, I want to... We want it convenient and accessible. Yeah. Mm. Like, I'm like, I'm thinking of these things and I'm like, let's bring it to their front doorstep. Let's do that for them. Let's let's make life easier. And we want to keep partnering with other, you know, at the moment we're, we're partnering with only like kind of local Australian mm-hmm. s- smaller brands that fit in with our mission. And, um, you know, I think a, a big thing for us as well is we want to lift up other brands. Yeah. You know, we want to... Like well, as we're growing, community, yeah. It? yeah. As we're growing, we're not gonna, you know, we want to share that, yeah, share our community, and that doesn't happen a lot. So, like, a lot of people will be like, "What? Why do you want?" Like, I even I was kind of like, "Why do you want a partnership with me?" Like, <laughs> and then I'm just like, "You guys have a, like a like a such a like a deep roots in community, and that's yeah. and you got to think right, like what's going on with the world, and and obviously with the government and the big companies and stuff." It takes a lot more smaller companies to make change, and if we're all banded together, and the company tries to point out, uh, the government tries to point out a certain company for doing the wrong thing, and you've got a hundred other small companies be like, "No, we know these people, yeah. and they're doing an amazing job in the community." Yeah, what can work. the government do? Yeah. You know what I mean? And the community is all around you, so it's mm. it it ta- it's power in numbers for us as small business owners and community leaders to just build. Build our tree, build our tree branches. Build that yeah. multi-level yeah. marketing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not building a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> no, you know. But I think also, like, it's like when we had, um, when we met that other, like, the first time and you were explaining the, you know, the things that you want to do and it's the rites of passage and, you know, and that's when you say, like, what can we do it starts at such a cellular level, right? Mm. It starts with the water. It starts with the kids. Yeah. It starts with developing the right mindset. Yeah. And that's why I was just like, yeah, like you're you're it. Yeah. Thank you know you. what I mean? For what you're doing and for what you stand for and just, you know, how you want to shape boys' lives and their life with their father and everything. Mm. And like, <laughs> as we've seen... <laughs> You know, like that is important. We've gone off. I can feel like we have gone off. We've digressed, but but I think that let's jump back on. But I think that it's important. (laughs) It's important to also to to say, you know, like what you're doing is also super important, and that's why we were just like I was blown away when I heard that. I was just like. Yes, thank you. It's getting there. Thank you. Someone like <laughs> someone's yeah. someone's doing this work, you know, it's all well and good like the men's groups like awesome. But why don't we try and mitigate the need for a, a man to go through all of that suffering First, and all of yeah. that that pain and then all the pain that they cause other people because of their own pain? Mm-hmm. And why don't we try and give them some really stable ground yeah. to form into really rock solid men? Because I think at the moment, the way that our society is and the way that we look at all these men's work and retreats is like everyone's got this wild backstory of craziness that they did. And then to be the the top alpha guy, they need to be, they need to have gone through addictions and, you know, and abuse and trauma and all of this toxic stuff to be like, now I've changed my life and this is how you can do it. It's like a fucking sales pitch. I'll never take away from their suffering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
But the people that are doing it the right way, good on you. But some people will just be like, some people can really twist it negatively. And same thing like when we were talking about with how your dad was like, I'll, you know, we can all work in the family and we'll, we'll you know, we'll all stay under the, the family name. It, it can work. It can really fucking work mm-hmm. and, you know, have a, and you can create this beautiful legacy and it can be so positive or it can yeah, you know, yeah. go down the way of what's happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I think you don't have to reach rock bottom before you Fuck no. start. You and know what I mean? Rock bottom sucks. Oh, I sucks. And you also don't have to attach yourself to the story and keep yeah. reliving it all this the time. You know, I'm just like, okay, that's happened. All right. What did I do to make myself happier? Okay. So that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm yeah. going to focus on these things that make me happy. And that's how I did it. And let's focus on the positivity rather than everything mm. that happened over here. Yeah. Yeah. Know? It's choosing not to look backwards yeah and so you using using your struggles to empower you but not attaching yourself and being like this is and continuing to yeah like, this is where i came from because i've done it i've been like this is where i've come from this is what's happened to me and now i'm just like those things have made me who i am and that's who i am now today i'm yeah. presently this person and that wasn't me back then yeah right. so now i get to teach others especially men and young boys of the way that you live yeah. now, yeah, and yeah. it's and, and there's a superpower in not having to go through fucking trauma. Yeah, yeah. of course, and yeah. I, that's what I want to be able to create with these boys. Is like you don't have to go through the shit that we all went through in our childhoods to become a man. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all have different rites of passages. Like our rites of passage is like schoolies, going to the pub, turning <laughs> eighteen, like getting your first car, and that's what can impact us so much. Is that we will end up having boys that'll be fighting still and all that, you know, people will be dying on the streets because they're getting king hit. You'll also have, you know, people overdosing because they're trying to take the most drugs at that party yeah. and, you know, the guy's going 180K an hour down the streets in cars, which will kill them. And if the girls don't know what a good man is or what, you know, if they don't have the greatest fathers, they're going to look for the bad boy. They're going to mm-hmm. try and find the boy that's got the in quotes, manliness, mm-hmm. and that's going to be them going in the car with them and killing two people and not one. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to change with boys is that they don't have that capacity to be like, they don't have that they don't have that urge to be like, I've got to be the greatest, you know, drifter. I've got to fucking drink the most piss or do the most right. drugs or sleep with the most women. Like mm-hmm. they can they can be so strong in their core and know yeah. who they're all about so that they don't have to go and do this shit. Because if their mate's like, oh, come and just, let's go fucking drag racing. Or let's go race some dudes in the street. They'll be like, nah, I'm good, man. Right. Oh, you're a pussy. I don't need that. No, yeah. I'm not a pussy, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, that's cool. Maybe yeah. you should reflect on what you've just said. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see ya. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's just like creating healthy, healthy men. Because a lot of toxic traits in masculinity are healthy as well. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know, and that's the issue is that, We've grown up in this era now of like toxic masculinity. It's demas- emasculating, demasculating. I didn't pass English either. <laughs> so <laughs> it's demasculating. Demasculating. Yeah, it's demasculating men. And then they fall into the, the leaky vulnerability. All good to be vulnerable, all good to speak your truth and let it all out and be emotional. But there's yes. a point where it gets leaky, it yes. gets really t- like a big turn off. And mm-hmm. this is where I find men are heading now is that they're, mm-hmm. they're losing their their core masculinity. Yeah, like the, yeah. the, I'm a big fan of the primal drive. Like we're all warriors inside. It's just like being able to tap into yeah, it. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to be able to speak on that retreat as well as that you guys like helped us with the water. 
That water almost went on the first day. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, we had the Temescal, which is a sweat lodge. Yeah, yeah, they're oh, the best. I love it. And everyone, was, I reckon everyone drank about six litres on the yeah, first right. day. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> they're the best. <laughs> we'll know that for And next then we time. all rehydrated afterwards as well. But yeah. it, was, it was just like every guy that was there was just like, oh, this fucking water. Oh. What is this water? And I'm like, it's <laughs> soft, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's like, how do you describe love good water? It. I'm like, yeah. It's, you know, and it give him the spiel about like you know it's remineralized, yeah. it's alkaline, it's you know, reverse osmosis, and he's just like, I got no idea what it is, but I'm going to drink it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like you can tell the difference. Well, hundred percent, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's you don't know till you, you try something that's else. It. Yeah. And, that, and that's exactly what happened with you. You just drank all the water yep. that you kept drinking, and then your mates just like sipping this. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just want to backtrack a little bit, and it's with all the stuff that's happened with like the business and with all you guys, with you guys as well, is how has it impacted your relationship? Well, so it was... <laughs> you uh, both took a very yeah, big yeah. breath. Well, I mean, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to hide yeah. from that. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, I'm, you want to you speak up? Oh, I think... Yeah, well, I was just... I, I just wanted to say basically like after it all went down, you know, it was like I had a lot of hate in my heart, you know, and... um I took that out on Christina and, and obviously I was just, I was angry and miserable for a little bit and it was just hard, you know what I mean? It was like the, the ship had sunk, the, the, the rug had been pulled out. Even though I had massive community support, it was like basically mourning a loss of two of my brothers and my mum and my dad. Mm. And um, But yeah, it was a hard time and then if you want to continue and keep talking it was um yeah i was it was, it was definitely a, f- a few weeks it was it was a few weeks yeah. there yeah um just because it was heads. because it was you know we were fighting one battle after another yeah. it was one lawyer letter after another it was just and non-stop then, and then we were trying to obviously get our Build business the company. Off, the, off the ground and we're just you know like how do we do that okay we there's a lot of roadblocks like you know, so we put we Basically, we, we partnered with this water company and they said, yeah, yeah, we'll help you out. And then a week later, they're like, oh, we can't keep up with demand and pulled the pin. Yeah. So then we had that to deal with. So it wasn't just only, sure. like, we're not only dealing with, like, we had a the lot. family stuff and the business stuff. Then we've got people, like, so pulling the pin on us. Yeah. So we, it, it was just, it was a lot, man. It was just this big snowball that just basically was trying to crush us. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, from my side, it was just, it was very hard because – it was just like trying to be a team, but it was like there was so much poison around us that yeah. was just enveloping us and it was just constantly coming at us. And, and you know, at first we were like, yeah, great, like we've got this, like we're going to stand strong. And, and it's, you know, it's all good and well, like saying like tough times create tough people and it's like, yeah, that might be the case, but while you're going through it, fuck, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it is, there's no two ways about it. You know what I mean? It's sleepless nights. It's it's just tears. It is hard work. It is just, it's lots resentment. Of lots, yeah, yeah. Of lots of emotions. Lots of emotions. It's, it's trying to communicate, but also just wanting to fucking yell at each yeah. other. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Because we're the same. Like, we're very highly driven and we're, we're hard working. You both are so passionate. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. see it. And we're, we're, yeah, we're, 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 and that's why we got along at the site is because we we are both the same person. Like, we have the same values. We, we want the same things, you know, and and we both can be very stubborn. And when one's not hearing the other one, it's we're both not hearing each other, yeah. you know. Mm. So it was trying to get past that. But what actually saved us was 
Christina had had been wanting to go back to church, and and uh, we went to church, and and basically within two weeks, it, uh, we, I, I had this guy, this pastor, speak to me, and he spoke to me directly in that room, and it was all about compassion and forgiveness yeah. and connection, and and basically that day, I just felt like <laughs> a huge weight had been yeah. lifted off my shoulders, and I was like, okay, like I f- I forgive my family, like I'm just going to leave that over there, and I'm going to come back to that, and. And I'm going to focus on my relationship here and I'm going to focus on the business and we're going to make that rock solid. And, and then when it's time, I'm going to come back and, and revisit that. Yeah. And it's still not time to come back and revisit that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's time to, to build our, our family and our oasis and our dream and, and what we came together for. Mm-hmm. So it was, that was, there was one person that spoke to me and, and just woke me the fuck up. Yeah. Did you, t- did you tell him about what was going on or was it just... just no, he was just, just speaking so to the room. just happened. So literally Time what, and place. Yeah. It, it, was, it was divine intervention. It's it, just, it just happens. It yeah. just it happened. Was, it was really The universe tells you what you want to hear. So uh, you've got to be aware of that yeah. to listen. Yeah, God yeah. doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> God knows the perfect timing for everything. And I think for me, like having witnessed that and having spent so many days just praying and just being like, I need him to hear me. Like I, I know what he's going through. Not only is it a betrayal, but it's a betrayal from your own father, your family, those who are meant to unequivocally have Mm. your back. You know what I mean? All the shit you do, all the shit you go through, they are meant to never ever turn their back on you. And for someone, like, for, for to experience your father turn your back on you and come after you with such venom yeah. because of the mistakes he made and he got caught out, right? He was stealing the money. He was making the bad decisions and he wasn't paying Elliot. Yeah. And because then Elliot wanted to rectify that, he's been, you know, he's the one suffering at, at his father's hand. And I think witnessing that, I was like, I have a, so much compassion for that. But also, like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But also, like, I can't keep putting up with this. I yeah. can't keep, you know, experiencing this because it was, it was, like, he was just, he was hurting. He was angry and he was hurting and there were sleepless nights and he would just wake up and he'd be like, I didn't sleep. I'm just so angry. Like I can't. I still can't wrap my head around this. And I remember I would just, I would just cry, and I'd be like, "God, please, I need a sign. Like, uh, God, like, what do I do? I need the sign." And then I got pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "Okay, well, like, obviously, I'm pregnant. So there's my first sign." Mm -hmm. And then I used to go to Glow Church, um, and I had just been having this urge in me i'm just like i need to go like we need to go back like i want to i want to go back and then we went back and it was good and it was so nice to be back and then i think it was nice for elliot because a few of like his friends go and he ran into them and so it was that was a nice reconnection and just having friends you know there and then i remember i think it was that week i think maybe on wednesday or thursday we had butted heads on something and I remember just sitting there being like God like I need your help I think we both asked for something that way uh, you, uh, you did too didn't you you said you needed a sign yeah and um and I said God I need your help I need you 
to oh, was the universe. Hers was God. Mom was the universe. Yeah. <laughs> right, yours is shifting to God. You're getting more comfortable with the word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I need you to to like almost break that shell that he's built, and I need you to get this to his heart. Mm. And oh my god, we went. That, that Sunday, He's and it American, was he was American a guy. visiting pastor all the way from California. Yeah, wow. coincidence. One day, <laughs> <laughs> and he rocked us to our core. Yeah, he was I great. was I was crying. I think Elliot just felt it deep inside, and just felt relieved. And it was exactly what he needed to hear. It was exactly mm. the message I was begging God to to convey to him. And and he had communicated in such a perfect way. Such and do you know how he did it with a garden hose? He was talking about a garden hose <laughs> and a tap. Yeah, for the connected. Oh, and then try needing needing community, needing connection because once you get a kink in it, how hard is it to get it out yourself? You need someone else's yeah. help. Yeah, it was funny. And, <laughs> it was just everything about yeah, like, the garden. You want a sign? I'll give you a fucking that sign. Was yeah, so much. No, it was exactly like that. It was like I'm gonna hit you with a cosmic two by four yeah, yeah. with this sign. Yeah, what what is it? it's like the the feather, the brick, the truck, and it's just like yeah, just have the truck first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, the feather and the and the brick had come. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was time the for water the truck. reference. Hey, mm. yeah, good. And then, um, and then. Actually, and you know, it's one thing, you know, you, you, you go through that and you hear something and you're like, oh, that really resonated with me. But for me, I witnessed a miracle mm. because I have in my entire life and I have worked predominantly with men, pretty much only with men. Mm. And I have never seen a man who has come from such, such negative conditioning, right? Such, such a like force, like put down kind of background and I have never seen someone just from one day to the next flourish just he turned into or he embodied the man that I always knew that he was and all of a sudden his communication skills (laughs) you know what I mean his compassion his patience his his healthy masculinity he's all of a sudden he's just stepped into this role and he's like something just switched yeah Yeah. literally it was a light switch it was just a light bulb moment for him and watching that I have so much respect Mm. for you like I I have so much reverence for what you've been through and how you were just like, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? Now it's time. It's time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's time for me to be a man. It's time for me to grow up. It's time for me to provide. It's time for me to take responsibility. And like, and then the selflessness has come in. Like, it's just, I, I don't really know. <laughs> Sleeping how. three hours a day, making sure you're rested. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just—it is. It's, it's you know it's he's a, kind of a man's responsibility sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. going to do this shit work. Yeah, like he's going through through this, and he's like going on no sleep, and and I'll have a moment, you know, I'll have like uh, I'll struggle, I'll be like frustrated with something, like because I'm dealing with all the back end, I'm putting out all these fires here and there, and like he wakes up, and I'm like, ah, I'm so angry. 
And he's like, it's okay. Like, I got you. Like, you know what I mean? And he just holds me in that. And like that, it just switches me out of That's it. That's a very, like, very healthy divine masculinity. <laughs> it is so divine. Containing the fire. Of exactly. The of the feminine. Yeah. Exactly. And it's so beautiful. That's to- what ebbs and flows in relationships. That's what makes it fucking work. Exactly. And I think that's why we have such a beautiful working relationship mm-hmm. too, because we respect each other's strengths and I know that he brings things to the table that I don't have. And so in when those moments come, like, he leads. Yep. And he's so comfortable taking, allowing me to step forward and be like, this is your realm, babe. Like, yep. this is where you Receiving flourish. Receiving help. Yeah. Right. And he's just like, you do you. Yeah. That's perfect partnership. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, we, we've we've walked through hell. We've defeated evil. You know, we we still have... Yeah, so we can't, well, we've still we got still a lot of evil to go. We still have evil coming at us. Of course. But, you know, I, with, with the community on our side and with God on our side, I have... I, there's not one day that I'm scared or worried anymore. Yeah. You know, I still wake up and I'm just like, oh, my God, who let me have a baby? Yeah. But <laughs> like, yeah, that's going to be a challenge. Did. <laughs> that's going to be a I'm challenge. I'm not an adult yet, but I, I am. Hey, yeah. we're all just kids dressed in adult clothes. I, I, had my fir- I had my first when I was 20. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well. And I was not a fucking adult. <laughs> still here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so speaking on that, does your family know that? Yeah, yeah. They so, know? So we had a meeting Basically, on that Sunday was when I was telling about the Sunday when we said that we we're going to go to the police and mm-hmm. and, and uh, we sat down with them and and basically offered to buy him out and then told him Christine was pregnant and my father's response was uh, oh great and he rolled his eyes that was his that was response. it that was, that was his it. response yeah and because I said I was just like we want to buy you out so you get back to being a family yeah because mm. this is this what does be not best for the this family. obviously doesn't work right the the working relationship doesn't work so let us buy you out. And you get to go back to being a family. He said, fuck you, fuck him, fuck the family. I don't want to be part of the family. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so on that note, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, oh great. <laughs> Fucking hell. So what was your experiences with him before all of this stuff happened? Um, I think that there's always been an undertone. I think like it's interesting because he has... Almost had always had a problem He's with me. Problem with you, well, that was, was going to be the lead out question. It was like, did he think that he you might have changed Elliot? I think he did not like how much I was empowering him. Yeah, and I think he always had a problem with me, but he never knew me well enough to have a problem with mm. me. Um, he never took the time to get to know. He, we've never had like a real conversation. Um, Could be I've, threatened by. It's definitely threatened. Yeah. yeah. I think so because I, I mean, I can smell a bullshitter mm. a mile off, and I have like one conversation with him. And I'm like, Elliot, where's the money? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit, 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 shit. Yeah, shit. yeah. He's <laughs> like, ah, oh, crap. So like, I've had probably five interactions with him. Like the first one, he was just bragging about having been involved in some really dodgy business deals and how like he like was doing the books for some guy who's like been caught embezzling. And he was like, yeah, millions of dollars, yeah. yeah, and he'd have been like, he like, oh yeah, I got a bunch of death threats and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, up top, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, like, yeah. Uh, anyway, and then, <laughs> where's the money? <laughs> yeah, I'm like again, I'm like, Elliot, where's your money? Where's the money? Yeah. <laughs> Show me and the then money. the second time we were at dinner, and um, I pretty much just got finished telling them like I've I've got two dogs and a cat, two Frenchies and two. a little cat. 
Frenchies. Um, and I was just, like telling them on the You've sofa. You've gone. I've gone. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, but like, proud dog dad over there. Um, and I got finished telling them how you know, like they're the pride of my life like, i love them and like how amazing like elliot's come in and he's just stepped right into the role and he just loves them like i i don't think it took long before they started liking him better than they liked me they like, like <laughs> the, the elf of the pack leader. They, they used they, to walk over they used to my walk face on her face to just stare to at me. <laughs> and like so oh, he just him. he just adored them right and like some background on this, like Elliot's family dislike animals. Mm. First red flag to me. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Never had animals. Massive Got red right. flag. So, you know, he came into my life and he was just like scooped up all three of my animals, like this hectic little household, and he's just like they are mine now. And you know, he'd like every weekend he'd be like, they need a new adventure. Do you know what I mean? They're bored. And I'd be like, okay. Could <laughs> <laughs> like, take them on a little adventure sure. to a different park around the garden. And he'd like, he find different parks to take them to because they wanted a change of scenery. I'm like, these dogs have eaten the same food for four years of their life. Yeah. I think they're fine and with Rebecca. <laughs> they're tired of yeah. the same routine. Que- yeah. Question, do you guys give them pure flow water? We yes, do. yes, of 100%. course. Our dog gets it as well. The cat yeah. and the dog. Honestly, I, I see such a difference. Mm. When when they're drinking that, they're just like they love it. Yeah, and I've had a lot of other people say like they've get started giving it to their pets and stuff like that, and they've well, noticed. Because you're going to think they'll be able to smell the tap water, you know what I mean? They're but they're totally just, you can smell it. If when we can smell it, it yeah. they and can they're, definitely they're smell it. They're a living it. organism, exactly like us. 100%. Do you know what I mean? So they're they're absorbing all the chemicals and everything too. So 100, percent they get it. Yeah. Um, and then so basically, we were at dinner. And I had just finished, you know, regaling this cute little story of, you know, how amazing a dad, dog dad he is and everything. And then they took it upon themselves <laughs> to then spend the next 20 minutes explaining to me how much they dislike dogs and how they went to the dog portion of the botanical gardens. And this disgusting little dog ran up to them and he had to spend the next few minutes kicking it away from them or shooing it away because it was bothering them and I'm sat there like what do I do (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I'm like clenching my fists underneath because I again like I I come from a family who love animals animals. right like I like my mom used to tell kids off for chasing like ducks yeah. And pigeons in the park. She'd be like, stop chasing them. That's very cruel. You know what I mean? And then I've, and I've become <laughs> that, I'm that no, person no, no. now. <laughs> like, literally, if, if, like, I see little kids, I, I'm just, like, I'm, like, redirecting them. I'm like, don't do that. You know? And so I'm sitting across from these two adults who are doing that. And I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. Like, what do you, like, so that was my second experience with them, which just shows that they clearly just don't listen. Sh- what's, yeah, it's shutting, it's they shutting down. It's, shutting, like, it's like tall poppy syndrome. Like you're telling, you're telling Elliot's parents like how, like how good Elliot's been and how he's doing so well. And they're like, oh no, dogs like, suck. Yeah, they like, suck. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're like, yeah. they're disgusting. It's dismissive. Right. Yeah. And so that was my second experience. My third experience was in the car. His dad was driving us to the airport. To the airport, yeah. And um, Elliot was saying something about, like, they used to have a marketing firm. And he was like, oh, I think um, Christina's going to find a way for me to get out of this contract, or for us to get out of the contract with them. And his dad's like, you know, Christina, I like to keep things in the family. And I'm like, okay. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, as long as they're fully qualified yeah, for the yeah. role. So, so but and that was <laughs> like some more. 
My my idea was like I don't have any problem with family working in the business, but if you can't do the job that you've been asked to do, then that job's not for you. And that's with yeah. any business, 100%. right? And that was my issue. Like people were doing these jobs and saying they were doing their jobs, but they weren't doing the jobs. And that was always my concern. Like we're trying to grow this into a, the best company it can be. Yeah. How can I rely on people to do the job when they're not doing the job? You it's know? just nepotism. Right, it's just extreme nepotism. It's where you use a position of power to put someone who you're related to in a position. Friends or family power. in a position yeah. that they're not qualified to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you can pretty much siphon off money to pay them for doing a shit job yeah. when they're at a job they're not qualified yeah, for. Yeah, underqualified for, yeah. Uh, like Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> staying away from politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Politics is... Uh, <laughs> um, and then a lot of so, examples there. So we were we were in the car and I was like, um, okay. And then he starts like laying into Elliot and he's just like, Oh, Elliot's always just made loads of mistakes and you know, I've just learned Christina, you know, I just I'm just gonna, you know, I let him make his mistakes and you know, whatever. I just don't care anymore. And I'm like, sorry, so instead of helping him, you you, you take a wage from the company, you take wages for everyone else and their dog. From the company, not the dogs, but but not the dog, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you know, you you want to sit back and only ever point the finger because he's trying to grow this company, right? So he's trying to put all these things, made yeah, a marketing budget. You know, of course, right? You, you thought it was the right thing to do. All right, cool. Like didn't it, it didn't work out. Awesome. Yeah. Like like why are you like why are you chastising him mm. for this for having tried to build? What did you do, right? Like what was your part in trying to build the company? Yeah. Okay, so so you can sit there on your high horse, belittle him for having tried something when you're too scared to try something, to try anything. Yeah. So then I remember sitting there and being like, how odd, okay? <laughs> yeah. And then... Very odd. How would it affect your self-worth? To be honest, I'm quite resilient. Like, I've had a lot of this growing up. You know, mm. I mean, as I said, I was always the black sheep and I, I, I never really did well in school and I always kind of went my own way and I never really cared what people thought or what they said of me anyway. My mm. my goal was always financial and time freedom and then as I got older, it started to really be about community and helping people as I yeah. started to, you know, for, for the past 10 years basically since I got out of, out of the army... Mm, since I've been doing personal development, it was always to be the best version of me and that's all I've ever strived to do. And so whenever people have something to say to me, you know, it just it's basically waters off water yeah. off the duck's back. And you know what I mean? It's a reflection I've got of a goal, too. I've got a vision, I see where I'm going. You know, that's their opinion of me. It doesn't make it my opinion of me. Um, yeah, I make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, but I'm not going to hold on to it. You know what I mean? And after after you know being pushed down for a very long time, eventually you just mm. it does it just straight over the it head. kind of flips it. You use it as motivation. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, it's fuel. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like okay, well, I'll just you know I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Every single day, I'm going to be the best version of me, and I'm just going to try and be better and better, and then. Eventually, one day they'll be like, "Fucking, who are you?" You yeah. know what I mean? I've changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're still going to be in that, that yeah that same position. And, and you can really see that from people too. Is that once you outgrow people, they don't want you to do that. Yeah, so they're going to try and bring you back. Of down. course, hundred you know? percent. And it's it was, threatening to them it is. to to watch you, especially I think from from a father's point of view, where where he I think is quite weak, and to see one of your sons. Well, I've always like. I was telling Christina this not that long ago, but I've always seen my father as weak. Like, mm. I remember one of my, 
uh, like an early memory of when I was like maybe 10 or 11, like I, I saw this situation unfold and it was something like something fell off a truck and kind of hit his car and he was like shaking like this and and uh, he went and pulled up to him. He's like, hey, something fell off your car. And the guy's like, no, it didn't. And he's like, it did, like I'm shaking. And the guy's like, no, it didn't. And then he was like, oh, okay, and then, like, kind of drove off. And I was, I remember, like, thinking, like, you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't be doing that. Like, I'm 11 yeah. or whatever I was. I'd be like, fuck, you know, yeah. mate, that fell off your car. Like, let's sort it out right now, mm. you know. And I remember thinking that as 11. So I always kind of thought that he was weak, you know. So And then it kind of, this really just really opened my eyes to realise that he actually is that way, you know. Mm. And... and I know he was always bullied as a kid and that kind of stuff, so... And just watching him never want Elliot to succeed. Yeah. Within the company, constantly putting him down, right? He's trying all these different ideas. And take control, too. And he takes the the control. He takes, you know, proceeds. He takes all these things. And then it was like, even then when Elliot was like, all right, you know what? Forget it. I'll go start my own thing. And he's like, oh, you can't do that either. And it's Mm. like, I don't want you, but I can't... I don't want anyone else to have you. You know, it's that real, like... Weird yeah, yeah it, was, it was funny actually. I walked into this cafe probably like six months ago and I had my high vibe t shirt on. And the lady goes, Oh, you work for Kelvin? And I was like, uh, It's my company. She yeah. goes, No, no, you work for Kelvin. And I was like, No, no, it's my company. Yeah. She's like, Oh, okay. And I was like, Yeah, cool. And I just remember walking out and I was like, Man, he must be just going around just telling everyone that he owns a company and it's his company and this, that. And that was kind of like. You know, it made me. There's a lot of things along the way that just made me realise like who he actually was. And as I said, I got out of Melbourne was to get away from it to start my own life, and that's why I went to the Legion. You know, was to, yeah. to start my own life. Like I've always tried my whole life <laughs> to try to break away yeah. from all of that, but it's kind of seemed that either I've kind of needed help again, or they've ended up back where I am. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's now it's actual time that the universe is like, okay, well, there's mm. not going to be any more of that. It, yeah. You know, we're totally going to cut that. You're going to go out on your own. You're going to thrive how you've always wanted to thrive and you but it's been such a blessing like it's been that's a relief work it's you know it's it's taken us to the breaking point and it's we've we've you know walked through hell and and come out the other side but not once can i look back and not see exactly why it all happened yeah and not see exactly the the blessing within it do you know what I mean? To cut free of it. You know, we get to, f- we're founders of this amazing company. Coming, yeah. That we get to do everything from the very beginning, the exact way we yeah. want to do it. You know we get I mean? to create this legacy. Yeah. Exactly. We get to create yep. it. And, you know, you get to, and like, I have to say, like, since I've seen the separation of Elliot from his father and that whole kind of environment, it's like, the poison has been removed yeah. from him. Watching him spread his wings and just grow and be so confident and it's it's like a new a new man mm. has shed this old persona, this old like this basically personality that they were telling him, dictating to him, like this is what you are. Yeah. And him finally being able to like shake himself free of it and be like, No, this is what I am. Yeah. You've had a limitation take off. Oh, huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's definitely finally been able to actually step into his own and grow Mm. and not be constantly just put down and kept, you know, there's a ceiling to your growth. Don't you dare grow too much. Don't you dare grow above me. 
you know, like, don't you dare want to do better than me because that will make me feel shame. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was even like, they they used to, like, him and my older brother, they would have secret meetings behind my back about the company and all, and I found out about it all, you know, and it was just like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. You know? Like, there was just so much deceit there, and to have that all gone, as, as I said, it was like, obviously, the, the pastor spoke to me, and obviously, I learnt basically overnight compassion. <laughs> like, it stuck. So. It yeah. stuck. It was like, I'm finally free from it all, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not constantly worried about, like, what's going on in my company behind my back, or mm. what they're doing behind my back. Because you've got a strong woman that's beside right. you in the background. Yeah, helping. and we've both got the same work ethic, mm. work ethic, and we've both got the same goals, so we, we just come together, and as she said, we just flow, because we want the same things. It's pure flow. Yeah, <laughs> and that's <laughs> pure flow. <laughs> and it's true, like, yeah, um, that's great. There's a verse in the Bible, Genesis nineteen twenty six, and it's pretty much like you. If you look back on what God is pretty much offering you salvation from, you get calcified and salt. Pretty much, you know, you get stuck. Yeah, from always looking back, from yeah. always looking back and living in the past without, and and you're refusing to accept this beautiful path He's laid out in front of you. Yeah, and you focus on your future, not your past. Yeah, and and I think that that's that's what we're just we're trying we're trying really hard to do, and we're trying really hard to just shed what you know what we went through. Um, but at the same time, I think it's important that people do understand the journey of this, that this didn't just get birthed randomly out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't just a new company that popped out of yeah. thin air and, you know, and that we went through so many trials and tribulations mm. and, That was it, a real pull, know, big pullback on the arrow, wasn't it? Yeah, and like we've sacrificed a lot, you know what I mean? We've put everything we have into this company. Yeah. Mm. And um, we wouldn't have it any other way. And I think it's also a beautiful message for anyone who has ever, you know, been stifled or who has yeah. ever been told no or that they can't or to play it small mm. or, you know, have gone through this with business partners, family members, anything that, you know, you persevere. Yeah. You persevere. You do not. If you, if your intentions are pure and if your heart is pure, it's gonna you work will out. Al- always yeah. come out on top. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is that those things will lead, like, you'll lead you to a dead end, but there's going to be that small detour. And it's like, oh, take that path. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this is the proper, you, we'll, we'll get you back on. We'll detour you to the proper path. Yeah. And it's most likely at that. At that, of yeah, course. at that dead You've end, you will fail. have had to have learned something. Yeah. You will have had to have experienced something mm. that you potentially were ignoring, yeah, or that you just never really picked up. Um, but then it's like you accept that you show God that you are, or whatever you believe in, you show <laughs> <The> universe. <laughs> you There's probably a lot of spiritual people that watch these. <laughs> yeah, whatever your higher power is, whatever you want. No judgment. Um, <laughs> um, you know. You show that conviction, and you show that dedication, and, and just have pure and your, intentions, your, yeah. your passion, and your purpose. There's no stopping you. There is no stopping you. We have taken on anything and everything that could have put yeah. you know lawyers, lawsuits, court. Um, you know what else? Just straight up evil. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? Like family rifts. You know, like pretty much you went through. <laughs> Ima- in, in, in emancipation of you know your family yeah. and all in one 
And, you know, like we are so much stronger for it. Yeah. We are so much better for it. And I'm a better, I know I'm a better person. I'm a much better human. You're a better human. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking on being a better human, it's how do you find becoming a father for the first time? Yeah, I'm excited. Exci- going through all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm years. excited. I mean, it's it's given me a, a bigger purpose now yeah. too. It's it's not only about the community; it's mm-hmm. now about our little family too. So, uh, working extra hard. Like, obviously, I, I'm uh, I'm a bit scared, and, and it's it's quite early days. But still getting my head around it. But I'm excited, <laughs> and I just got to make sure that uh, I'm I'm aware, and uh, I don't make the same mistakes that my father did, and and um, just make yeah, just keep working on myself. And, and I'm just, yeah, I'm actually pretty excited about it, to be honest. It's so good. <laughs> fatherhood, First one is it's fucking fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be scary, but I think that's why we're working so hard now is, is so yeah. that we can have as much time as possible when, yeah. when it does arrive. So, yeah. yeah, it's just head down for now. Yeah. And I have to say, like, I know it's completely I'm different. a great dog dad. So. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, yeah. I, no, but, like, I can tell you now, if it's a boy, boys are like dogs. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. But I said to Christine that, I said, I wouldn't want a little girl. I think you'd be girl. a great girl dad. Yeah. I think you would just be fantastic. So we've got two little Frenchies, and they're both girls. And one of them is just the sweetest thing ever, and the other one is a little bit trickier. Like she's got these kind of like few psychological issues, behavioral, <laughs> behavioral issues, and she just yeah, randomly. She's, she's just, and 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 it's interesting because <laughs> like Elliot came on to the scene and he was just like I'd try and like discipline her and I'd be like telling her off and stuff, and he's like, no, she just needs more love, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> like sure, you do it then. And like he picks her up and she's like growling and like just having she has like tantrums right mm. but she never does it yeah she's it. like love me but I'll growl at you yeah she's, she's like touch me. me you know what I mean and I then like it. he picks her up and he's just he snuggles her really hard and he like flips her on her back and like takes her off and he's just like kind of like like cradling her <laughs> and I'm just like yeah you're gonna be fine and she <laughs> you're gonna and then she's so calm yeah oh and then she just falls asleep <laughs> and I'm like I think you're onto something there yeah, yeah. <laughs> more love that's what the world needs is more love yeah oh, 100% like as cliche as it sounds yep you know there is there is time to have a bit of fire in the side of it yep. but mm-hmm. yeah well, I always know because I was a trouble kid and it was always like, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? If I had someone be like, Ali, well, like, what's wrong? Like, what can we do? Like, what mm. are you interested in? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I probably would have been much more receptive to things rather than go down my dark path that I went through. But mm. rather, rather, yeah, so you know what I mean? Just more love is what we need because it would make people a lot love different. Because no one likes yeah. to feel shamed or make them feel like they're right. a bad person no, or a bad boy. That. That's right. And they mm. hold on to that for a very long time. Yeah. You know, and, and then they start to resent the people around them. Like, well, you don't understand me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do the best, and obviously, I don't make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. But every time I try and do something different, you're telling me I'm a bad boy or I'm doing wrong, or you make me feel ashamed. So, well, it's like children don't know how to like process their emotions, yeah. and it's like emotional regulation, right? They feel something, and they're like, "Oh, I want to," you know, and they don't do it because they're bad children. They just they're they're trying to communicate. Oh, they're not in taught, some are they? It's probably something in the school that you should be taught emotional right, regulation, regulation, <laughs> and also taxes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yes. Money. Yeah, of course. I still don't get that. No. I'm still just like, you want to tax my money to then tax me again to 
tax what? It's not as bad. Like, we're not going to teach you about it. Yeah, we're not going to teach you about it, but we're going to take all your money. Yeah. Yeah. New York's then, pretty bad, though. It's like state tax, then a city tax if you live in, live in the city. Stuff. Yeah, yeah it's two yeah. taxes if yeah, you live yeah, in the I city. Yeah, I had to pay. Uh, like, my, my pay was taxed. Like, that's why you have to get paid so much in yeah. New York. Because you get taxed. State tax, and then like, a, if you go resident in the city, it's a city tax. On and top then if of the you state if you earn or. like obviously you earn above a certain amount, you get taxed, and then you get taxed on that tier, and then you get taxed on that tier, and it's just it's just horrible. Like I, I can't, I couldn't even yeah. work out. I couldn't work out my. And then you came to Australia, and you're like, how can we manipulate? Uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't pay tax. Just I donated cash. this much. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't get me started. Yeah. But yeah, funny. Yeah, I mean, if I think if they just taught that. It would just be better because, like, and this is why, like, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try my best, and I think every mother goes into it just wanting to do better than that they mm. than their parents did because you always, I think, you like level up from yep. like each generation, and you know you want to heal generational, you know, wounds. traumas and wounds yeah, yeah. and stuff. But it's but different, like in different eras, like the 1800s, they went to all that stuff, and then the 1900s, they went through that and wars and that, and then yeah. it was kind of easy because they were babies. I'll tell, I'll tell you, I'll like, tell you what though, our child is not male or female, male in particular. They are not going to be a little weak snowflake. No way. Do you That's know what what I mean? they're getting their farm. They're, they're going to get their hands <laughs> dirty. They're going to get their you know what holes I mean? in the backyard. Yeah. And like, look, I I've got Same a brother animals. who's older than I mean he's got two boys and my brother incredibly successful he owns one of the most successful metal mining private equity funds largest in Europe Jesus he he's got is 6,000 employees he is <laughs> I, I mean I probably he's probably a billionaire at this point he is a billionaire fucking hell yeah, yeah. he's I mean he is he's always he's he's been a big part of my life he's shaped mm. me do you know what I mean he has made me who I am Trying to keep very up with him. Intelligent, yeah. Very intelligent. He's t- he taught me the most about like pride and respect and everything. And um, but like growing up, he was seven years older than me. So if I wanted to hang out with him, I had to wrestle. You know, I had <laughs> to like go and play kick the can and football and, yep. and everything. And you know, he babysit me when I was four, and I had to sit there and he'd be like, "Now we watch The Godfather." Oh, and, and I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> and I'm like, okay. "Okay." My mom gets home and I'm like, "Say hello to my little friend." And she's like, "Oh my god, not again!" <laughs> um, so it's you know, and but I watch how his kids his are. Kids, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it breaks my heart because I know that he's doing the best he can, but his kids are being raised by nannies. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They they cry. They're scared. I remember last time I took them to the park to feed the ducks. They were petrified. Petrified of the ducks. They cried because they got mud on their Fendi sneakers mm-hmm. at like three years old. And I'm just like, no. Do you no, know no. what Fendi is? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> is is, it, is it Rihanna's red? What's Fendi? Oh my god, no! What is it? <laughs> it's just a designer brand. It's oh, like Gucci, okay, like yeah, whatever. Right. I spend most of my time barefoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's work. <laughs> well, and that's and that's where designer like, brand. <laughs> well, and that it's interesting. It's interesting breaking away from that because I was I was raised care. in kind of that that kind of environment, you know. And it's interesting breaking away from that and being like, you know, like I walk around barefoot a lot, and I'm like, I want to go to the park and get grounded. And yeah, we told my mom's, her ho- one day my mom's like, horrified. She's I'll, like, where are your shoes? You're gonna destroy the feet. I was telling her, I was like, like Christina walks around barefoot. She's like, oh no, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so good for you. Like, where did we come from? Like, we came from tribes. We yep. came from villages. Like, we are meant to be 
one with the earth. Hundred percent. And we get we we get so distracted by all this shit that we can buy. And don't get me wrong, like, oh. I've done it. We've all done it. Mm-hmm. But like when you, I, I feel like it's in the last couple of years, it kind of hits you, and you're like, "Fuck, I need to get out of this system." Yeah. I think once 100%. you like once you once your purpose and your alignments fall into place, and you realize, like, I, when I went to the military, I had everything taken off me, so I wasn't allowed anything. wasn't allowed to phone calls. I wasn't allowed anything. You know. And that really made me realise that I don't need anything, you know. To be happy, I can just have myself and, and that's all I need. And, and that always, it was instilled into me. And then as I've come out, you know, you, you do get kind of sucked up into it. But mm. eventually you always come back to it and be like, eh, I don't need much, you know what I mean. All, yeah. all, all we want is basically a lot of land in a small little house. Yep. And uh, lots of farm Bunch animals, of animals. And, yeah, yeah, and, and raise our kids there, and food, obviously, and water supply, food. and their food, food yeah. supply, and, and that's it. heaps of land so you can start a commune. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. that's I the goal, that's isn't it? Yeah, of course. I think that's going to have to be the yeah. next step, like pure flow commune. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice hundred acres. That would yeah. be somewhere. That'd be cool. That'd like. be so good. So, speaking on bigger pictures, what's next? Well, that's it. That's, that's what next. we're working yeah. towards, isn't it? Yeah, raise yeah. the family right. Um, obviously, build build fuel flow. I think our next step as well is to just scale the business in a way that makes it accessible to people outside yeah. of our reach yeah. as well. Yeah, you know, we want to be able to get our water to because I think that there's such a such a lack of knowledge in terms of what you need to be hydrated to. Like just drinking, like in in Woolworths, you know, they offer Puro. That's pretty much the only thing. It's just pure which is just completely stripped. So there's nothing in it. Mm. And what that essentially does is dilutes all of your cells because your cells are magnesium, sodium, you know, so you, you flush that through your body and it takes all your cells. So it pretty much clears you out yeah, of the good, the, the, the bad, yeah. like everything. And so I think what our bigger mission is, is to be able to get our water because there's just not really anything mm. like us and, and the quality that we offer um, on the market, yeah. So I think our our main our, give, our dream give back as much as we can build. The yeah, our dream as best is to get it as as build our family the best we can <laughs> as as much as we can, and then hopefully do some things in terms of getting making high quality water accessible to, to you as know, many people as we can. As many people, you know, striking up deals, low income families, you know, like just just helping out as yeah. much as we can, and just spreading the goodness of this as far as wide and as wide as we can. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love how passionate you guys are about it. And to be of service of the community is huge. Because yeah. a lot of people these days are so disconnected and out for themselves. Yeah. And it's just it's it gives me hope for humanity. <laughs> Thank when you. See, when I see people like you too. Well, we're all working Thank together. You. I no. mean it literally there's nothing that makes my day then when I get messages from people being like, your water has literally changed our lives. Yeah. You know, our kids, I've noticed such a difference in our kids. Behavior, yeah. You know, like my husband used to only drink tap water and now he's drunk yours and like he, he loves it and he's never going back. And you know what I mean? You, you get all these messages. Like I used to, there, there was a woman who messaged and she was like, I used to drink water from that old company and I used to have brain fog and I used to feel really sick and all of my headaches, my acne came back. Mm. I swapped over to yours it's and she's gone. just like, it's literally gone. It's taken sort of two, three weeks, yep. but it's gone. And I'm just like, that 
is what just mm. like I'm like thank you you know what I mean and and you know we we've worked with a few people who reached out to us and they were like you know we we love your water but it's you know we, we can't really yeah, justify yeah. the spend anymore and stuff like that and we just turned to each other we were just like we're delivering it to you anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, I don't feel comfortable with this. It's all good. Yeah, we were yeah. just like... You've yeah. had our back, so we'll have yours. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. That's no nice to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because water is, like, it's a necessity, especially when I work in construction. That's why I have... Yeah, that bottle's <laughs> gigantic. Or is that four liters? Four liters. You might as well just take one of these. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, because people are like, geez, you got such a big water bottle. I'm like, yeah, it's because I refuse to drink any other water. Yeah, yeah. Outside of, like, it, and you can, I can, I can taste the difference. If I run out of water on site and I yeah. fill up with a fil- filter yeah. water there, mm-hmm. you can just taste how, like, the shit, like, Whatever's in the filter. Well, they say, because there's, there's, there's filtered water, then there's reverse osmosis water. You know what I mean? There's filtered water might have, take out the sediment or it might take out chlorine or, you know what I mean? But it doesn't do the whole thing. Yep. Whereas ours takes out 99.9% of all things and then we remineralize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it the best. That's yeah. what makes it the best. <laughs> and it is, it is hard as well for us. Like if we go out and we forget our water bottles, like we don't I, ju- I, just, have to, I just have to sit through dinner. Fast. And I'm just like, I'm just <laughs> going to be thirsty until I get home. Yeah. Because I can't, like, I won't drink any other. No, no way. Like, even a lot of these restaurants, like, you knew, you spoke to one of the managers at one of these restaurants, and he's like, you're like, is it filtered? Yeah, yeah it's filtered. I, I think I told you yeah, about you did, that. Yeah. yeah, He's like, do you want the spew or do you want the truth? <laughs> I was like, give me both. Yeah. It's not filtered. <laughs> yeah. Right. But then you'd, like, you look on the side of filtered, like, filters and all that, like the canister, whatever they are, but like the bubblers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they haven't been changed for like six months. That's right. Right. Well, and then like people who say their, f- their fridge filters water, I'm just like, can you show me where the filter is? Yeah. Or oh, tell me like when the last time you changed Yeah, it. when's the last time you changed yeah. Like, oh, I don't know where the filter know. is. And what does it do? Oh, know. I don't know. Right. Who does it like, filter out? Right. Sure. Exactly. And it's just, I think people really s- get really confused because if like, it's like, if they can't smell, if the smell is kind of removed, they think it's been filtered, right? So it's like all oh, of your, your your sensory, you know, yeah. it's kind of overtaken and it's just like, well, I can't smell it, so it must be filtered. It's safe. Right. <laughs> and it's like, right, okay, like, can I run a test on your water kind of thing, you know? And it's just like, I think what you'll find is, you know, like we've run so many, that, mm. that's why we want to visually show people, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, what Just because it doesn't smell or just because it's been filtered or, you know what I mean? does not mean it's safe, does not mean it's good. Mm. So I think, yeah, that's a big, big thing for us. Awesome. I think you guys have got a um, house viewing to go to. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 3.35. Oh, oh we're, we're going to yeah. go. Yeah. Awesome. I really appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you no, for, having, thank you for us. having us. Thank you. Thanks.